0: And welcome to the 21st Come Up interviews Reviews podcast. This is Brett from Come Up interviews.
1: Reviews. Hey, it's me, Ty. We're back. Wow, 21 episodes? That's a lot. It <laughs> You're always very now. happy and excited. Yeah. I'm always excited because, wow, another podcast? Pretty cool.
0: And-, and we have another reason to be excited because we have our esteemed colleague, Matt, Director Video Connoisseur. How are you doing, Matt?
2: Good, good. Well, thanks for having me back on guys. It's no, always a fun no time. Problem. This is your fourth appearance. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's I was gonna say that and you guys have done we, we just counted it out seven on, on the D T V connoisseur podcast. So. That's
1: amazing.
2: Yeah, we're a- we're we're counting for a good percentage of our of our combined episodes.
1: <laughs> you just uh, you know you're just another host now.
2: It's a- <laughs> <laughs> I've got the format down, right? I've got the system, I know how it works. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> yeah you did uh Store Memories and then you did Seagull Free for all. And then he did uh, Llamas. Yep. And now we got this one. Yeah. Which we're, yeah. We'll be talking about a, a certain person. I guess we could say, the, we'll do the topic first and then go to the. Uh, sure. Sections. Ty, what are we
0: talking about today?
1: Ronald Lee Martini. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, I think this is a pretty unique and interesting um, topic for an episode, if I do say so myself, because I think Ron Martini deserves a little more attention.
1: Yeah. And, very um, underrated.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And um, we have a ranking that Matt has helpfully provided, and we're going to use that as sort of the backbone to talk about his movies because he's only had
1: what is it, seven movies, right? Seven movies, yeah. It's not much, (laughs) but they're all winners. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) all winners. Okay. Well, we'll we'll go into that in more detail later. Uh, Shortly. (laughs) uh,
0: But before we get to that, we're going to do our classic segments. Yeah. And the first segment we are going to do is the cliché of the day.
1: Oh, nice. It's It's the cliché of the day. I know. I'm going to be excited.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We don't even need a button to have that because you just say it every time.
1: Okay. Um, But what is it today? um, He's the best. Oh, yeah.
0: So in in these movies, whenever they have to get a hero and they're maybe debating of whether who should fight the baddie, someone will make the case that whoever it may be is the best because – they might be ex-police, ex-military, ex-Navy SEALs, ex-Green Berets, and in some sense, in their past, had some sort of military or police training, and not only did they have it, they're the
1: best. They're the best. So this <laughs> – person for the this, job. <laughs> exactly.
0: So this cliche for this week is he's the best.
2: Nice. I, I always – I was uh, – um, I just watched The Patriot recently, and and their take on the he's the best was – remember <laughs> they, they asked him for help with the, the virus? Yes. And he says no, and so the guy tells the other guy that he yeah. said no, and he's like, well, who's B? And he's like, there is no B. So it's like there's a lot of different ways that they do that that, that person is the best, but you're right. It's like it's always that if, if we don't get that person, we'll never – it won't work. Well, it
1: won't work. You know, McLaren is the best, right, Wesley <laughs> yeah. McLaren? So,
2: still I remember his name. We just watched it recently also. Well, yeah, I thought remember his name without yeah.
1: looking it up. I only watch virus movies now and virus TV show episodes. <laughs> right. So it's like – because we might be living in one but i'm not sure yet
0: well i don't know when people are going to be listening to this you know we could be someone could be listening to this in a future time when they have no idea what we're talking about
1: i i guess we won't say what's happening but it might be a pandemic (laughs)
0: um um, and and also matt you bring up a good point because usually when someone wants the hero to go on the mission they never agree right away they always say no um, like, they yeah. never say, yeah, OK, I'm on board. They say, no, I'm not doing it. And then they have to be convinced. And then th- that's another cliche. That's almost a separate cliche in itself. But um, they never agree right away to whatever <laughs> the higher ups want them to do.
1: Yeah, if you want to do that, sure, I'll be right there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> never. That never happens. Right over. I think you're trying to squeeze out a little extra conflict and drama. And so it, maybe they would think it, it's too easy to have them just agree okay. off the bat.
1: Well, we just watched that, right, right like Crash and Burns with uh, Wolf Larson. He did that cliche. He's like, oh, I don't want to do this mission. It's,
0: oh yeah. Well, there's a lot of cliches in Crash and Burns, and that's just one of them.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: and, and the guy's
0: usually
2: in some kind of mount, or it could be a woman as well, because I know in uh, Man Killers it was a woman. Like usually, the, the the hero is in some sort of mountain retreat location as well, right? Where it's like they they're fishing or. Yes. You know, by yeah. Yeah, maybe the place is booby trapped too. When the when the, the agents come <laughs> yeah. to ask for them, right? It's like that. Yeah, it's like,
1: oh no, there's some spikes. Oh, <laughs> <Right>?
2: like,
1: Well,
0: <laughs> yeah, because that happened in Shooter. You know, shoot, you know, Marky Mark is in the mountains and they have to go get him because he's retired from life and. Um,
1: you love Bobly th- Swagger. Yeah, Bobly
0: Swagger. which was <laughs> just. You can't write this stuff. Well, I, well, I guess someone can.
1: your name but... was Brett Lee Swagger. It was pretty cool. I mean...
2: Yes, it would. <laughs>
1: Matt Lee Swagger, pretty good.
2: Yes, I like that. That's, that's one of those, it seems, You know what it sounds like? It sounds like one of those those um, internet things where like you you input certain things and it gives you like your your porn industry name or something like that. It's like, you know, like just put your name with Lee Swagger and that's your yeah. Porn
1: Ty Lee industry. Swagger. It's like oh okay. I mean that's my name now. I'm just
0: <laughs> if you had that, you probably would be living in the mountains with a bunch of guns, which yeah, my like, no, beard. No. Right
1: a beard, you know, maybe fake, maybe not. But just
0: like, So you would have a fake beard? What the yeah, heck would be just, the point of that?
1: Well, it's part of the disguise of hiding. You know.
0: Oh, okay. So even though yeah. no one's around, you have a fake beard. Okay. Yep.
1: It's um, a grizzled
2: mountain, right? It gives you more of a yeah. grizzled mountain.
1: Yeah, and you'll feel like, you know, you just buy a fake beard. You don't have to grow. It, it takes too long. So it's like... <laughs> Oh boy, this is getting off to a great
0: start already. Yeah,
1: another another insane uh, thing to say. (laughs) Um,
0: Because you especially, you could grow a beard probably within a couple days. So yeah, the idea (laughs) that you would need a fake beard is very funny.
1: Yeah,
0: Um, yeah. If you're living alone on a mountain, like who are you trying to fool?
1: I don't know. Maybe myself.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's true. It is very deep. Um, Yeah. But so, unless
1: someone <laughs> has more to say about it. Well, the Seagal, oh. he's the best one. He does it in almost every movie, and especially on Deadly Ground. If you remember Arlie Ermey, he's like, he's the best. He, he has all these examples why he's the best. Right. <laughs> That's really funny. If you can even online, just find it. You just look up Seagal, the best, on Deadly Ground. Because <laughs> there's like three there's three scenes or two or three scenes. Like it's (laughs) the best. You,
0: you pointed this out earlier. Like if Seagal writes the screenplay, then someone calls him the best. He always (laughs) makes himself the best.
2: I was gonna say I don't think he can be called the best enough in his movie, right? Like it's just like you know how like PM did like an action scene every fifteen minutes or something like that. For Seagal, it's like he needs to be called the best or master or something or something like that in his movie. Yeah, Yeah, exactly.
0: That's true. I do think this might be rooted to uh, his self-esteem or other deeper psychological problems or issues.
1: (laughs) I could see that.
2: Yeah. Um, we heard recently.
0: You
1: know, the, the twist
0: is sorry. someone says that to him and they they turn around and it's one of his many body doubles, Hristo Shropov or whatever <laughs>
1: Yeah. You see him he's like the main star of Kill Switch. It's
0: like <laughs> Well, thankfully people shouldn't watch Kill Switch, or very few people have, he hopefully. So
1: every podcast, it's like don't watch Kill Switch. Like, don't watch Kill Switch, the podcast.
0: Yeah, well, I wonder that there is at least one or two Seagal podcasts. I wonder what they say about it, but um, you know, we say don't watch it.
2: It's it's free on Tubi now, so we should maybe really extend that warning because that's an hour and a half here. Unless you're like an absolute Seagal completist, like you've seen every other Seagal film, and you're like, if I just see this last one, I'll have seen them all. Yeah, that might be the, the only reason, reason to watch it. Or if you have like a site yeah. like ours and you feel like you need to, you know, make it, make a review on it, but um yeah, that's 90 minutes. Is it, is it even 90? It might even be more. I don't remember, but it's uh, on no Tweet. Yeah. It's
0: uh, <laughs> No, but that's true. I agree. There's no reason for any casual observer to want to see Kill Switch. It's only if you have to fill in that last gap. That's the Almost. only you know, circumstance I could imagine where you, someone would want to
1: it's the last the last Sigal Hall, you know, it's like. But yeah. so. like also we have some action stars. Unless I keep talking oh. about Seagull. go to Sigal <laughs> Free for All episode one of the episodes, and it's just, <laughs> I mean, think it, we need to talk about Killswitch some more. So. Um,
0: but um, so moving on to the next segment, which is they should have been an action star, aka yes. could have been a contender. Um, so Ty, who do we have this week?
1: We have two. You know, kind of like Steve Kameko and Jules Asner, (laughs) we have Patrick Duffy and Suzanne Somers. So (laughs) step by step, yeah. Sasha Mitchell is already in those kickboxer movies, so it all all makes sense. I
0: mean, Duffy especially. Yeah. Um, Yeah,
1: Duffy could definitely pull it off. And Suzanne Summers because, you know, here comes the Fi Master jokes.
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> true. She was in very good shape, and I'm sure yeah. she could do martial arts. So, oh, sure. were you, so were you thinking Duffy and her would be together in some sort of buddy cop situation, or are you yeah, saying sure. separately they would be you good know, as action could
1: work' Because, you know, maybe the, you know, the mom and dad, step by step, has taken it too far, and they're, maybe they're out for revenge. <laughs> so and then uh, okay, I think Duffy throws that. a real beard. And then Suzanne Summers, yes. yeah, she's doing, you know, uh, I could see maybe having a bandana, doing some of that uh, military makeup, I guess. So, uh, you know, okay. And then, uh, and then they fight, you know, the classic drug dealers or, I don't know, ninjas or something. Something surprising. So, it's
0: like, well, that would be surprising. And a step too far, you said, right?
1: Yeah, maybe that could be the title
0: step too far that's amazing
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> you know so there you go there, there's a movie right there and they can still do it i'm sure they're both back. in good shape
1: yeah patrick duffy suzanne summers a step too far
2: so, and you can also have sasha mitchell
1: you know and sasha mitchell maybe he does some kickboxing briefly and, uh,
2: <laughs> it, it, it's amazing to think about Suzanne Somers in particular because I, I think just from seeing her on Three's Company, like she's relatively tall. I think she's like almost six feet tall or something like that. And so she had like kind of the, the physique for for a female action star. And uh, then Patrick Duffy just has that chiseled face that yes, if you go you know, it can it can Super. be daytime you know, it could be nighttime soap, but it can be, you know, you know, like you said, if you give him a beard, even just, you know, a nice five o'clock shadow oh, and yeah, it cool. a leather jacket yeah oh yeah
1: gotta have the leather
2: jacket You're Right.
1: Yeah. I, could, I could definitely there's a close up of his gun and he you know he gets it ready and then <laughs> he's, at, he, he's down on the prowl for criminals it's like yeah I can see is...
0: that well maybe you know he has a big family a la step by step and maybe they die like bad guys kill him or some of them and he has to get revenge one by one almost like a death sentence style
1: that would be great because I guess he maybe crosses it off of an X.
0: It's like, right, oh, like in um, twenty-four hours to midnight. Yeah, <laughs> when in quotes, um, you gotta see <laughs> I'm that. i laughing one. too much. Uh, Cynthia Rothrock, which I'm doing air quotes right now, is has a picture <laughs> of um the, all the baddies because it's very helpful. They like most criminal organizations, they took a group photo, and <laughs> so all them, <laughs> and uh, so she has it, and um as she. She, in quotes, goes around bumping them off one by one. She crosses off their faces until she finally, you know, gets to the ringleader played by Stack Pierce.
1: And what's his name in it?
0: White Powder Chan.
1: Yes. (laughs) That's his name. White Powder Chan. Stack Pierce, a African-American man.
2: (laughs) Wow. I think I know what I'm watching this weekend. I think. (laughs) On
1: YouTube. (laughs)
2: Yes. It's on YouTube. You should watch it. it it's 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 well
0: so we much. Don't to to say, it's it's, it's I don't want to give anything away. I don't want to give anything away. But let's just put it this way: it's Leo Fong, um, repeated footage of Cynthia Rothrock that they only had a few minutes of footage, and they get an, uh, an one actress to be her in a ninja outfit so you don't see her face, and then another actress, I Stevens, to do the voice. So. It's just a complete mess, but it's so much fun <laughs> to watch. So it, they actually got three actresses to play this one character. One, one of which is Cynthia
1: Rothrock. It's like being, you know, underneath all those uh, trench coats. You want to go to the movie theater when you're a kid. There's three people as <laughs> one person. So. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, it's in my net my, my, my YouTube like movies queue that I have. Mm-hmm. Um so I think my my next one coming was Hellbound. Um but um I did I did Firehawk last night, so, so like hellbound and then yeah, now I know what's coming next. Like I know it's <laughs> it's definitely twenty four hours to midnight. I've gotta I gotta make that one happen.
1: Nice. Oh yeah. I'm yeah. looking forward to I, your I, take on it. Yeah. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: I think once you see
0: the the editing that it took to put it all together it's actually impressive actually on IMDb one of the user comments is a guy that actually did it who actually edited it all together it's kind of interesting to read because he talks about how it's like well I just did the best I can with the footage I had and um it's kind of interesting to see what he did I don't know his name but um,
1: he somebody it, you know he pieced it all together which is very impressive
0: it is so, it, it is actually very
1: impressive so you know, make fun of it but
0: <laughs> but but lovingly lovingly because yeah, yeah. it's
2: I would recommend it.
1: You know. Well, you have one too. You have a action Oh, yeah, Yes.
2: Yeah. So, so, so mine. And it's funny enough because he's in the news today. But I, I thought of Mitt Romney. Um, now, now, circa more like the <laughs> 90s Romney. Um, okay. Just because, you know, like in the 90s Romney, he, he was, you know, obviously now he's, I think he's in his 70s now. But thinking about him, you know, back then in his 40s. Um, You know, he had the the, the chiseled face. He's a a bit of a bigger guy. But also the name, it seemed like so many of these guys in the 90s had names. Like, you know, what was it, (laughs) Chard?
1: Chard Hayward.
2: Chard yes. And, you know, names like that, like there's so many of those kinds of names that Mitt just fits in perfectly with that. And I don't know if he would be the star in a movie like that. It would be kind of one of those things where, like, you're watching, like, a PM flick, and you're seeing the names come across the screen. And it's like, oh, and then Mitt Romney as, like, you know, maybe, like, some police guy who, like, dies in, like, the fourth act or something like that. Yeah, I it,
1: you definitely know, see I, him as a villain now. Yeah. I mean it's like because yeah. he has Bane Capital, which I would call the movie, you know Bane <laughs> Capital Murder. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and that does just sound evil. Yeah. Like he he seems like he, he would be like the leader of a quote unquote evil corporation called Bane Capital. That I makes know. him seem like it's a bad perfect. guy. Yeah, so like, it's, <laughs> you know, also in a lot of these PM movies they'll show these shots of these skyscrapers yeah. and um, it would
1: say so it, right at the top of one of the
0: skyscrapers.
1: It would say Bank Capital, and then they cut and to. It would like, say Bank Capital, and they would have
0: like helicopters flying around it and or something. And if,
1: they, if they couldn't get uh, Mitt Romney, they can get Richard Lynch because that's what <laughs> the character he played in Maximum Force, right? Right, exactly. <laughs> I was, was, was,
0: was going to mention Maximum Force. Well,
1: what was his name like? What? It had a Japanese name.
0: <laughs> like... Oh yeah, kind of like White Powder Chan. <laughs> uh, oh, it was a very inappropriate name for the character, but I don't
1: <laughs> recall I just, offhand. I'll double check the name. Yeah. Right. Talk amongst yourselves. I'll look that up. So, oh, I was going to yeah. look it up.
2: Well, cause, oh, yeah, okay. the, the idea for this came actually when um, I watched uh, Dark Knight Rises recently, and I was mentioning to Ty how um, you know, the character of Bane, right, played by Tom Hardy, has this hilarious voice. And – This radio host in Boston, um, Jim Murray, he does like uh, sports radio there. He does a lot of really great impressions, and he had heard that Subway was—I don't know if they were bought out by Bain Capital or if like Bain (laughs) Capital was like sort of taking over, like trying to make them more marketable, something like that. And so this guy, this Jim Murray, created this whole bit based on actual the actual Bain from the movie, taking over Subway and being like, you know, you need a nice sweet onion chicken teriyaki, and, you know, like, and I mean, he does a much better voice than me, you know, and he's just like, you know, you know, I've been to the darkness of the chicken teriyaki and, and you, I was born in it. You just visited it, you know, or something like that. He
1: just visited the Subway with some <laughs> extra olives. You know? yes.
2: Please have more jalapenos on your tuna sandwich, you know? And, yeah, yeah. And and so then it would just kinda spun out like then I think it was kinda like what you were talking about, Ty, where it was like Bane Capital, like Bane does sound like a a real name.
1: It sounds evil. I mean that's why he maybe he lost that election back in twenty twelve, because Bane was in Dark Knight Rises and it's you know, that sounds it's evil. He's evil and that and Bane Capital's evil, bankrupting, you know, numerous companies. So
0: And and let's not forget he has a very sinister alter ego, Pierre Delecto.
1: Oh yes, I love Pierre Delecto. Is he gonna come back? I mean it's like
0: Well, did he ever go away? I think is the real question. I mean uh so you know, he he's a master of disguise. One minute he's Mitt Romney, the next minute he's Pierre Delecto. You don't really know who is who.
1: I guess um, he's very, you know not very self aware because it sounds a lot like Carlos Danger. You know? <laughs>
0: Well, it's like you know, these politicians are so incredibly out of touch. You know, yeah. I just think <laughs> that's just a symptom of how out of touch they are.
1: If you remember – was this back in 2012, Brett? Or maybe you'll remember this, Matt, where like Mitt – you know, there's these commercials you know, against Mitt saying he was like a murderer,
0: right? Yes, yes. So, no, I'm pretty sure that, what, that had to have been the 20 – was that 2012? 2012, 2012.
1: Election? Yeah. 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 So we had hey. like this nickname, right, Brett? Well, well, so, and
0: there's a lot of M's. There's so. a lot of M's,
1: so I had to write it down. There's too many M's. It would be Mitt, the Millionaire, Mormon, Moron, Murderer. <laughs> it
0: would be Monday. So movie it would be Monday. Movie Monday. So be like a TV where, <laughs> movie, like Monday. a million-dollar movie type thing where yeah.
1: – um, yeah, Time for the Monday million-dollar movie. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay, they still have those, right? Um, <laughs> Once in a great And it, would, it would be about that. So <laughs> that's, that's the other part to this. So there, there's a, a lot of ways this could go.
1: I mean, yeah, so I mean, you I, think of him as a hero, I mean, we took over your bit there. <laughs>
2: no, no, I mean, I'm seeing a lot more of him as a baddie, like, I, you, know, at, at, you know, like, you talked about the disguises thing, now you're starting to see, like, a lot of, like, maybe him, like, showing up at, like, some kind of rally with, like, leather gloves on, and then, like, fake hair, big glasses, and a fake mustache, and a hat, like a baseball cap, um, oh. and then, like, you know, he throws it in the trash after he, like, tries to commit an yeah, assassination, yeah. you and know, he, like, I always love like, that scene.
0: And then maybe oh, there's another there. cliche type thing, but yeah, and he can oh. have like a small gun with a silencer and he just shoots someone in the crowd and keeps quickly moving. <laughs> you know? yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It's like
2: a Hawaiian shirt and the outfit.
0: Yes. <laughs> and he's a
1: Hawaiian shirt and a mustache.
0: Right. And <laughs> a giant mustache.
1: Um, <laughs> and it would be, he'd be like Fletch, you know, he has a bunch of disguises. So his other disguise is Pierre Delecto.
2: So. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, like, oh, maybe, like the good guy who's chasing him, like sees like a credit card. Oh, some, we have a, a – a, a, apparently the hotel had a charge from someone named a Pierre Delecto. That's from me, you know? It's yeah. like, <laughs>
0: <laughs> right, right, because they're tra- – yeah, they're tracking him, yeah. Oh, yes. um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah well, it's funny. It's almost like in like his really younger days, he could have been like a matinee idol type of lead, like a tab hunter or something. <laughs> you know, like you saw these black and white pictures of him where he's looking very, you know – handsome and stuff but then as he gets older and when he gets to like his 60s and 70s he's more angry he's more grizzled he's more the bad guy so he's almost like the good guy in the first part of his acting career and like sort of the bad guy towards the end
1: I can see him in these old westerns you know frontier justice Mitt Romney it's a (laughs) b-western yeah
0: I can totally see that that almost sounds like a western type name like a slappy or something I don't know
1: (laughs) or like a Roy Rogers you know Mitt Romney Roy Rogers well, get, yeah, well that, want
0: that make that's it, like, another um oh, go ahead. oh sorry. Oh that's another fast food
1: connection. Oh bankrupt Roy Rogers too. <laughs> Allegedly. <Yes.
0: laughs> um so on that note, um yeah. was there more you guys wanted to say about Mitt Romney or Pierre Delecto? <laughs> no,
1: okay. Uh I'm fresh out. I mean yes. <laughs> All right, so
0: I guess we'll go to the topic at hand, which is Ronald L. Marchini. Now, there might be people listening that don't know that much yes. about Ron Marchini, so mm-hmm. I'm just going to quickly yeah. go to a source yes. that uh, uh, very few people have access to, uh, yes. but we have access to it. Um, it's actually Wikipedia, but anyway, um, it
1: says, uh, I was yeah, say, I like who ahead. is Ronald Lee
0: Marchini? Right, who is he?" Who is he? Thank you. You're throwing it to me. This like like local news style. Um, no we don't usually do this.
1: Ron Lee Martini report.
0: Yes. <laughs> yes. Thanks, Ty. Um, yeah. In the Ron Martini corner today, we have um, –
1: yeah,
0: we'll it does say – now, keep in mind there might be some inaccurate you know, information here, but as far as we know, um, Ron Martini was born March 4th, 1945 in Stockton, California. Um, actually, a lot of his movies take place in and around Stockton, if I'm yeah. not mistaken. Um, and he's described as an American karateka, an actor. Uh, I'm guessing that's someone who does karate. Um, who, according to many martial artists, is one of the top karate tournament fighters of all time. Now, interestingly, he was born March 4th, 1945, which makes him 75. So in the 90s, like the late 80s, early 90s, he was already... Not old, but maybe a bit older than some of the younger competitors that he had in the DTB world, which is pretty interesting. Um, uh, but carrying on with that, it's a uh, Martini's a member of the Black Belt Hall of Fame. In 1967, Martini won the Pacific Coast Tournament. In 1969, Martini was the number one ranked karate fighter in the United States. Martini won Henry Cho's Tournament of Champions in 1968. According to Chuck Norris... Martini oh. was among the toughest opponents he ever faced, which he also hey. said about Tony Toliners.
1: Yeah, I did say, hey, Tony said that, or you know, Chuck said <laughs> about Tony toliners
0: so, Scorpion. Well, so. Um, so either Chuck Norris is not as tough as he puts <laughs> out, <on, puts laughs> or he's just being nice. I don't know. Or maybe he just fought a lot of people. Yeah. But um it also says uh, Martini was considered to be the best defensive fighter in karate from 1967 to 1970. In 1972, Martini was ranked the number three karate fighter in the United States. Um, Martini was a soldier and drill sergeant in the United States Army, um, which is kind of amusing because his delivery is so flat. He doesn't have like an Arlie Lee Ermey type of delivery. Um, Martini worked as a martial arts t- tournament fighter, school owner, actor, and producer. Um, and uh, Martini is the author of several books, including Power Training in Kung Fu and Karate, The Ultimate Art, Ren Bukai Volume 1, the Ultimate Art Renbukai Volume 2, the Ultimate Art Renbukai Volume 3, and the Ultimate Art Renbukai Volume 4. And um, outside of his movie stuff, which we're going to talk about, that is all the information, the background information I have about Ron Martini. Oh, ah, it's um, well, some good information. Yeah, so it's very basic kind of background information. So if he, you know, obviously he rose through the ranks through his. Uh, tournament karate fighting, and someone must have thought, "Hey, this guy could be in movies." Because you know, he started in the seventies with death machines, I mean, the, you know, during the whole everybody was kung fu fighting era, as we call it, when that was super hot, and they were we were looking for the next person. But then he also transitioned into the eighties, early nineties, uh, DTV era, where video stores were looking for product there too. So it was definitely a case of not just talent, but right place, right time.
1: So yeah. that's good timing.
2: Yeah. And the thing I noticed is that, like, you know, Death Machine, those ones like those early ones, you know, they were they were other productions. But the stuff that he does in the 80s and 90s, they're all his productions. They're all his things like there it's not like he goes and works with canon or pm uh, or any of those big names which on the one hand you think okay that would be awesome if he did that but on the other hand he has a really good string of success i mean i don't know how we define success but i think i think we always define success for at least uh, you know from my mind is is it a fun movie or not um he, he 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 does pretty well in there it's an interesting way that he approached it because um you know, you, you think of like the other big names like a Don the Dragon Wilson or Chuck Norris, something like that. They they were with production companies that we know of, like big famous ones. And Marquini didn't do that. I guess he had one that was an AIP, but that, that's about it.
1: Right. And
2: that's Return
1: Fire, which is. Fire, Jungle Wolf 2. Yeah. So. Um, which I think is,
0: we could argue about this, but I think that's one of his best.
1: Yeah, I love uh, that one.
0: Um, And um, it also features some great music. And he says, give me back my boy, which is way before Mel Gibson said a similar line in Ransom. Give me back back my son. son. Yeah. Yeah. He says, give me back my boy. Now, what's interesting in this, I don't know if there's an origin story to this, but he is usually wearing a yellow shirt.
1: Yes, Um, his action shirt.
0: (laughs) His action shirt, I think, as we call it. It's 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 a tight yellow shirt with cut off sleeves, which makes an appearance in multiple Martini movies.
2: Yeah, because like I think like from what I read, and I don't know if he, he plays essentially the same character in four movies. Um, it's like, like 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 Forgotten Warrior, and then the the two Jungle Wolves, and then the third one, the third Jungle Wolf, is it's like what what is, I can't remember what the third Jungle Wolf was called. It's like um,
1: it was Forgotten Warrior.
2: Forgotten, yeah, it was um, was it Karate Commando, or. Oh, Oh, Karate Raiders? Karate Raiders, that's it. Yes, Karate Raiders. Uh, Yeah, so Karate Raider, he's like – he's still technically – they're all Steve Parrish, right? Like it's so – I don't know if he's (laughs) – yeah, he's like I got to – (laughs) <laughs> you know, to, to establish Steve Parrish, I need – i mean, because he always does all these flashbacks in those movies to the previous ones. So I don't know if he felt like we, we wouldn't get that it was all the same character if he didn't wear the yellow shirt all the time. But it's like yeah, they're in there for all those movies.
0: Well, because you know how Francis Ford Coppola did that thing where he – it was like a supercut of The Godfather where it's like he cut all The Godfather movies together mm-hmm. um, and then released it on VHS. And maybe one day we'll see a Steve Parrish supercut where it's like one long movie where it's all together.
1: It's a good idea. I've totally watched. I know it'd be about four hours, but I wouldn't care.
0: Yeah. Well, you could watch the installments. They can put on Netflix hour by hour, you know, it'd be like a four part kind of deal.
1: Kind <laughs> Marchini mini series.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you and can <laughs> include footage not in the other installments. It'll be like all new, kind of like what I think Coppola did that, the Godfather thing he did. There's, so, you know,
1: and, you know hot new footage or something.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. More yellow shirt footage. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can, like an origin story where he sees it on the ground and he picks it up and there's like a heavenly sort of light and a musical yeah, glow, well,
1: yeah, yeah yeah
0: so it's like this is the yellow shirt and then some sort of origin to that
2: he's like in Sears or Montgomery Wards or something like that in the shirt t-shirt section and he sees like this these folded up shirts on a, on a shelf and he, he picks up the yellow one and looks at it and it's like there's like this glow and then like a, a sales associate maybe like a like a nerdy sales associate comes over and like can I help you with something sir <laughs> yeah, <And> it, yeah. <laughs> and it's like I think I'll take this you know uh, try yeah, it on. I can totally see that I can yeah. totally
0: see that or he's involved in some sort of like mall firefight and there's all these baddies shooting out with machine guns and they're blowing away all the clothes and then you know he beats them all and then after all the smoke clears there's like one shirt still left on a hanger and it's the yellow shirt like that survived all the
1: shooting <laughs> yeah. this is my shirt now
2: <laughs> um, they still it still it has to glow, the glows, on yeah. yes yeah <laughs> it always glows doesn't it <laughs> um so i understand you have a
0: ranking man yeah. um yes so do you want to just go
2: right into your number? I guess it would be your number seven, right?
1: Well, so I, right I, number I just, seven.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. So, so just looking at the number at the seven, because um, I'm trying to think. Cause I, yeah, I was looking at. The, I think for me, the, the seventh one, and this is not to like say that it's a bad movie or anything, no. but my, no, my seventh one is well, is Karate Cop, which.
0: Oh, okay. That's I surprising. I would have thought that might have been a little higher. So, um, yeah.
1: well, I think I know I think I know a it. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> yeah.
2: Well, so, yeah, I mean, it, it's a good one. So, that's the thing. I think that's the big thing about this. Like, I, you know, Markini doesn't have enough films to be in the Hall of Fame, the Direct Video Connoisseur Hall of Fame necessarily. But the fact that he had seven movies essentially in a row um, that are all enjoyable. I mean, this movie is seventh, but it's still really enjoyable. Um, I think one of the things is that it's. You know, I, I think um, another movie that, that this is the sequel to uh, Omega Cop had had kind of did 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 what this one did better. Um, I like the, the 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 David Carradine cameo. Yes. In, in yes. That's great with the Rabbit stew. But on the other hand, the
1: Jackrabbit stew. The <laughs> Jackie Rabbit What's in that? <laughs> yeah. don't I believe it's it.
0: Rabbit stew. And that's what it makes it all the more intriguing because I never say what that is. But they have these sort of sly kind of looks. And smiles like what's in the Jackie Rabbit um, stew? <laughs>
1: what's really funny? Yeah. oh No, go ahead. Sorry.
0: No, no I was. Too, I was just gonna say. um What was I gonna say?
1: About Jackie um, Rabbit
0: stew? I I'll probably have more to say about Jackie yeah. Rabbit stew. So, but okay. just go go
1: ahead. <laughs> I, I well, me to cut you off. You know, the classic uh, podcasting off
0: But no, 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 just, no, just
1: go. Ahead. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, well, let me go. Let me say it. Go ahead. But um, uh, the, on the cover of Karate Cop on the tape, it says Ron Marchini. David Carradine. <laughs> He's in it for five right. seconds. Right. Right. Oh
2: like, yeah. And it, um, it, yeah. It, there is a sense too, because I remember, right? Wasn't there some animosity between David Carradine and Chuck Norris that, like in in Lone Wolf McQuaid, I think he didn't want to lose the final fight to Chuck Norris, even though Chuck Norris was. <laughs> that the sounds star. right. Yeah. And so you wonder, too, if maybe there's something going on with them, you know, because, I mean, Mark martini I know, you know, obviously we, we talk about that, that Chuck Norris has Marquini's re- respect, you know, uh, he respects, uh, he respects uh, him. So, you wonder too. I mean, I don't know. And, and the other thing, too, I was telling Ty, that that David Carradine scene would have been a lot better by Gary Busey. Like, uh, Gary Busey. <laughs> yeah, that's be, a good point. Yeah, I think
1: Gary Busey would make Jackie Rabbit stew in real life. Right. Well, I,
2: <laughs> well, I was just going to say
0: that, yeah, I see what you mean because it could have been use that injection of wackiness that Busey provides but i also remember what i was going to say about jackie rabbit stew which is because it takes right. place in the future right yeah yeah and food is scar- scarce it's scarce it's scarce and um, <laughs> uh, jackie rabbit stew is one of the few things you could eat it's one of the few delicacies so if we survive to that time period um do, do you guys know what year i think we already topic? survived
2: this, to that time period i think we're, I think we're already 90,
1: there 99 right I think oh, okay. right.
2: yes yes so we're, so, we're already uh, past it we we, we uh, okay so in the far future of 99 jackie jackie <laughs> Rab- is one of your
0: few options and also i should say um and people who read this i know this but we love movies that take place in the future which is now the past um <laughs> yeah. i think that's so cool because you know in the video story it was 1999 like, that is so far away and here well, we are TC2, in 2020
1: tc 2000 set in 2020 yeah so, which, which is funny because you think it would be in 2000 <laughs> i guess not
2: <laughs> yeah, there was something about the the, the word two thousand or the number two thousand and things that made it more attractive, I guess. And so, I guess they they, they felt like it it pulled off the tw- tongue better than t- twenty twenty, but it takes place. You yeah,
0: yeah. that's true. Which is why I'm O'Brien. They, they never changed that sketch in the year two thousand. Like even way after the two thousand, they just still called it that because it just has a good uh, ring to it.
2: Um, but, but yeah, I I think the biggest thing to, to to remark on this is that just because it's number seven doesn't mean I didn't like it. Um, I, oh, no, I completely understand. Yeah, I completely, completely understand. With that one. Yeah.
0: Well, that's that's the problem with rankings. You you have to like imply that some are better than others
2: or or vastly better and different, which isn't really the case here. This is well,
1: yeah, not this yeah. not this time, right? <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Marcini it doesn't count. Or Marchini, yeah, it, that that doesn't count. Like it's you know this is. It's still a good movie. It's still worth watching, for sure.
0: Yeah, that's yeah. right. I never actually thought that it could be pronounced Marquini. I always just assumed it was
1: Martini, but I guess I don't actually know. Yeah, so but, we could... yeah, is it Marquini? Um,
2: it's, it's kind of learned
1: Lorenzo Lamas. Could,
2: could be Marchini too. Yeah, because I, I I knew someone in high school whose last name was Markey, and and so they but but then I I there's something yeah it could be Marchini too. I, I don't know. That's a good point. We yeah we we, we don't know. We've never actually heard it said. I just, we don't, yeah, we just have yeah, call him Ronald. Call
1: him Ronald, 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 L. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Ronald L. Yeah, Ronald L. Ronald um, L. Well, he, he's not like bad Ronald. He's good Ronald. You know yes,
0: yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, you don't want him hiding in your walls,
1: or do you? No. <laughs> well, I don't know. Maybe you, if there's any criminals, you know, like <laughs> in your
0: walls. Yeah. Well, it's possible. Yeah. Um, you can jump out. Well, double kick. No. <laughs> yeah. um, but, but Karate Cop is where he's introduced with his immortal first line. Can I help you guys? Right.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then he has to fight Snaker and all those great people. Yeah.
2: yeah, I mean, there's a lot of great fun in that movie, for sure. It's like, you, you can't go wrong, really, with any of the Marquittis. Um, it's Yeah, it's one of those deals where it's like, somebody had to be seventh. And so, unfortunately, it was, it was this one. But there's a lot of fun in this movie, for sure.
1: So, yeah. What's yeah. funny is, it's all... A slot for number one, Yeah, <laughs> so.
2: Right. It's almost like they're all different letters a- a- along the – yeah, for the one, right? Like this would be yeah. – I don't know. What, what's the seventh letter in the alphabet? G? It would uh, be this one G? Is that what it would be? Or, or one, <laughs> yeah, one G. I believe F, G. I yeah. Right, yeah, because the – yeah, I don't know. That that might be the way to look at it. This is like one G. 1G, I don't know. Um, I assume yeah, we do A
0: through G instead of 1 through 7?
2: Right, right, because they're all ones in, to some extent. But yeah, in it, our hearts. It, exactly. I yeah, this is just something that I've never seen before. I don't think with any actor where there's no duds in a, in a seven film period like that. Like everybody usually has at least one or two duds in there, if not more. Um, you know, I think the the closest thing I was thinking was Lamas in the 90s, and th- you can definitely point to some duds in there with Lamas that you know in, in that that 90s period. Um, it's just it's 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 it's, it's crazy. It, it, I think as we go through the rest of the list, it's it, it's it's kind of it'll build up a little bit more. But it, it it I was amazed when I was watching these at how good you know how how much I enjoyed them all.
0: And in, in his delivery, like I think when he I don't know if I I know I don't want to put words in his mouth, but if he's trying to do comedy a little bit in karate. I guess it'd be a, like a, a caretaker, because it's in the future, and they're trying to get to this area, which is, I guess, less contaminated, but there's all these sort of creatures called scavs, right? Yes,
1: yeah, scavs, and, um, and freebies, and all this free, stuff.
0: Right, so um, and when he's trying to help these girls, I believe it is, um, he says, I feel like Mother Goose.
1: I actually think and, that's Omega Cop.
0: Oh, okay, that's Omega Cop. Okay, we'll talk about that when we get there, but that is a memorable line from Omega Cop. Um,
2: <laughs> Um, now i guess number six um so number six for me is um let's see here karate raider so that was the one that came out and it's like technically jungle wolf 3 technically forgotten warrior four um <laughs> and the funny thing with karate raider is this is the kind of movie that like, it, it feels a little bit more like indulgent where he's like you know he, he he's doing more of like i'm the cool guy things like he gets into these fights and he's just kind of like you know telling people to come at him and he's just kind of acting like he's it's no well, big like, deal. Yeah, you know,
1: there's some punch fighting, right? He does some punch fighting.
2: Yeah, yeah. And and it's the kind of thing that I think if any other person did, like we were talking um, recently about when I tried to watch Black Rose with Alexander Nevsky and it just seemed like such a vanity project where it's like, you know, they're making him out. He's making himself like the coolest guy in the room. And you look at that and you go, OK, that's it's just obnoxious. But when Mar- when, when when Ronald does it, it's like <laughs> <laughs> when, does, does the, <laughs> when he does it, it, come yeah, on first sure. name basis. it's okay yeah it, it, it's fun when he does it it was a fun movie it it, it you know it, it had so many fun things going on with it and so yes when he's doing like the voiceover thing like he's being mr detective and um it normally again like so that's the kind of thing where you're just like oh man is this like you know it's like, it feels like a star trek next generation holodeck episode where picard's trying to do like a, a detective thing or something like that where you're just like okay come on let's just get on to the next episode and like you know this this blur. but but with him it, it's fun like it, it, even if he's trying trying to make himself out to be like this this cooler guy. Um you know and, and yes, he's got the hat on and he still has the delivery. Um I do kind of feel like this movie in the nineties, it feels like his wooden delivery was a little bit better. Like he had he had done enough movies.
1: Yeah, um, it's gotten better over time. Right,
2: exactly. I, I think that's one of the problems <laughs> that didn't
0: happen to oh sorry. To to no. Don the Dragon Wilson. His wooden delivery did not change.
1: Yeah. So but that's he, part of the appeal. <laughs> oh,
0: I'm not saying that as a criticism, yeah. I'm just doing no, it as no. a point
1: of comparison. Oh, absolutely, yeah.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it it it's it, it, it like uh, you know for 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 one of his movies, like it's still a fun ride. Like you watch this and you just go and there's flashbacks to the other three, um whether they're the Forgotten Warriors movies or Jungle Wolf movies, you know, there's still flashbacks to those in there, so you still get that connection and you 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 know, you you know even though his name isn't Steve Parrish, I think he's working under an alias in in, in this one. <laughs> it, it like yeah jake it, turner <laughs> right exactly yeah, yeah yeah that's what jake turner yeah it's it's still fun though i think that's the thing is it like you know it, it's not maybe you know i like some of the other ones better i still you know i had a, a great time for 90 minutes with this movie i, I can actually was this was it a little bit longer i am trying to think i thought he had one that was like a little bit longer than 90
1: well what's funny about it is, here's a callback to you know the cliche of the day because they you know joe estevez says he's the best
2: right that's, that's oh, right so joe well, that's, that's another reason why i had this one I, I was like oh i love this one joe estevez you're right is the very beginning of it shows up um and uh he, it, and he meets him right remember he's he's fishing isn't he when when joe estevez goes to get him <laughs> oh, he's, like yeah, he just yeah, that's funny mission,
0: right um and Br- young. is this one very young
1: yeah uh no Bur- Bert ward yes For yeah. ward
0: okay sorry yeah um, so that's interesting casting,
1: you know. Because we'll be getting to Adam West eventually, but I guess it seems like uh, old Ron likes the old Batman TV show because he has Burt Ward, he has Adam West.
2: Yeah, it's that's true. true. And you, if you don't know it's Burt Ward, you'll miss it because he doesn't, obviously he doesn't look like Robin. Like I, that, that's one of the problems I always have with Burt Ward in these movies is that I find out after the fact that, like, I, in this one I knew going in it was Burt Ward was in the movie. And I was like, I watched the whole thing and I was like, Wait a second, that's right, Bert Ward was in this. Who was he? And then I realized like if I go back and kind of like, you know, you know, do some like aging technology with, with Burt Ward <laughs> and, and the Batman and, and like try to imagine him, it's like, oh that's right. It, that's happened to me before. I've I've actually done reviews that had Burt Ward in them and, and watched the movie, sent it back to Netflix, you know, with the images started writing up the review and looked it up on imdb and realized like burt ward was in this and i missed him you know <laughs> it's like
1: i know he does gonna... have that
0: face which just kind of almost nondescript you know he can fit into many different you know roles and you wouldn't think hey it's burt ward and you know, he's kind of a chameleon in that sense
1: and yeah. if i'm not mistaken he is that a sit-down role old burt yes
2: it is he's just behind, yeah. like, behind a desk the whole time
1: yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. all see. right but yeah that's that's a good
0: choice for number um, six right or, or A.K. letter F, yeah,
1: <laughs> right. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I know we were talking about Karate Cop just a second ago, but I wanted to mention that it was, you know, originally called the Mega Cop Two, but they changed it to Karate Cop.
0: Yeah. Oh. So, <laughs> That's good information. Yeah, I know you mentioned that before we started. I, yeah, I'm glad I didn't you... want to
1: forget to mention that.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. and actually, while we're talking about forgotten information, sorry, yeah. Matt, I didn't mean to cut you off. Uh, but he no, no. has another piece of uh, interest. Is an interesting fun fact about. Well, yeah,
1: he was that. shooting Omega Cop too, aka Karate Cop. I guess he was a not really a victim, but it was a drive-by shooting while he was filming. That's what says in Black Belt Magazine on Wikipedia. So you do know, wow. so This is why you don't shoot shooting. Sorry, Brad, I cut you off again.
0: said you're messing with the
1: wrong guy. You know. <laughs> wow. Don't rest with Ron <laughs> yeah. ever. Well,
2: yeah, um, you, you're talking about the so. shirt, right? The yellow shirt, which he uses <laughs> to show, I guess, like continuity between the four movies where he and and that's the same thing with the karate cop and omega cop is that he's got the hat, right? He
1: yeah, has the, special the same, police.
2: Right. Special <laughs> yeah. police. Yeah. And people are like, Oh, you're a cop, you know? And it's, but it's that, <laughs> that's how we know it's the same character for those two movies, right? Is that the hat's the same, uh just like the shirt's the same in the other ones.
0: But I do think, you know, how many other people can you point to that, you're right, didn't work with any of the companies like like Canon or any of them, and also had continuity throughout their movies? Like, I think that's pretty ambitious. You know, you're working, you're doing all this stuff yourself, and you have continuity between your movies. Like, that's, I don't know if you could point to anyone else who did that.
1: Nope, can't think of one example.
2: No, I mean... You'd, you know, it's it's that idea of, like, okay, I've got this character. Because, right, because if you think about the Blood Fists with, um, with Donald the Dragon Wilson, even though there's eight of them, <clears> I think only <throat> the first two are the same character, right? And then everyone else I the is two, right I guess.
1: Yes. And then he's just, you know, <laughs> rat,
2: <laughs> you know... <laughs>
1: Billy Jones, Blood Fist 6. Well, because the other ones, not
0: only were they not the same character, they weren't even Bloodfist movies. I think they, they had different plots, different titles, different everything, and I think just Roger Corman said, yeah, it's Bloodfist 7, okay. <laughs> and then he just like, slapped that on, you know? So um, it, it was a total revamp, whereas Marchini had it all in mind, I guess, to, to have them be connected, and that's I think smart that's idea. pretty – yeah, I think that's pretty interesting for you know an independent kind of actor producer to do that. You
2: know? Yeah, I mean it's it's one of those things where you you know you could look at it one of two ways, right? One is that like he, he he's such a control freak that he has to do it all on his own and he wouldn't you know accept direction or or um, you know uh, somebody else's vision. And so that's why he wouldn't work with a PM or, or, or a canon or whatever. But on the other hand, it's like you can't argue with the results of these movies. That they're just, you know, you wonder if he did one of those other ones, if maybe the person's vision does something that makes it a dud, right? I mean, it's, it's, so it's like you can't argue with the results here. Um, it would have been nice to see him with more, you know, names in, in his that, movies. That would be
1: great to see. Maybe with uh, Don the Dragon, maybe right. like he could be, uh, <laughs>
0: It could <laughs> take place in the forest, and be very it'd be it'd just be wooden, wooden, wood as far as yeah, I can see. So
1: much, yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's where they could film where they did Ring of Fire three, right up in that area, and it's like the yeah, two of them, like I
1: couldn't tell which one's which. Is it Don the Dragon, Ron, or you know a tree? A tree. Can't tell.
2: <laughs> What would be really interesting, and if they had Ron
0: be the bad guy, because I, I don't think like he he didn't do any villain role, did he? <laughs>
1: No, well, death machines. I mean, not really. Okay, death machines. Yeah, um, he was like he was a hit. the main bad
0: guy, and he and you know um, Don would have to fight him. Don versus Ron. Per- yeah. perfect. <laughs> yes,
2: I don't think he ever played play a bad guy. Did, did Wilson ever play a bad guy either? I don't. I can't think
1: of one at all. Not really, but right? It would be yeah. like you know Wesley and Woody. It would say Don,
2: Ron, um, and they're yeah. like standing next to each other. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty I, close. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, it would be great to have them I as cops on the edge because yes, there's, that's true too, there's yeah. a lot of edge there, you know? It's like it's kind of blunt. <laughs> so it's, it's, we'd be like talking about the, it's, it's like a blunt edge, I guess, in that case.
1: That would <laughs> like, be the name blunt of the movie. Blunt edge. <laughs> I That sounds awesome. I totally would rent that at a local blockbuster.
2: Yeah, I mean it, – it, the, the best is that because they both specialize in the, in the double kick, you know, like kicking two pe- jump kicking two people at once. And so, like, they could take out, like, four, they could each be in, in around circles of four guys, you know, and then they could maybe <laughs> joke about it easy. after, like, who did the better double jump kicks.
1: Oh, yeah, some fun banter.
2: <laughs> <Right>. That <laughs> would be amazing. It,
0: yeah. I did the better jump. No, oh, I, I didn't. did. <laughs> <It would be laughs> it oh, my God, it would be amazing.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I, just, I would just just laugh. I wouldn't be able to listen to the, the dialogue. <laughs>
2: It would. I mean, that that. I mean, so we missed out to some extent with with the way Martini did his career, but on the other hand, we have this great body of of seven films that are just a lot of fun.
0: That's true. And, and and as Vinegar Syndrome released Death Machines on Blu-ray, they should release like the Ron Martini collection, be like all seven, and like across like maybe a couple Blu-rays like in a box. Or maybe yeah, I Severin that, some no. company like that. could do that. I, it would be so cool. I would love that if some company did that.
1: I could see like, Cry Raider now exclusively on Blu-ray because that's really hard to find if to watch it on YouTube. You know?
0: Yes. <laughs> like... Yeah. I don't think it was released in the U.S. It wasn't, me. unfortunately.
2: Oh, that makes sense. And yeah. I mean, think about the box that maybe is sold with like a limited edition yellow T-shirt. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> my, I mean, that does seem like something
0: severin would do that would be so perfect uh i uh, i really hope these people are listening because we're so
2: full of ideas you know yeah.
1: <laughs> right, some people must yeah. be listening <laughs> I, yeah. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. yeah no i agree because it's yeah the, we know we know what sells we we, <laughs> are on, we we have our fingers on the pulse of this audience because they come to us and they tell us you know like hey i really loved your review on this or yeah i really love this kind of thing or you know we also see it you know we see it like in our our our, our stats and things like that that what what ones do you know or or like ty you can see when you post on on uh, uh, on on instagram like you know ones that get like a, a bunch of likes and people and yeah. a lot of comments and stuff like that like we we know what people are looking for out there
0: I know, and they, they should hire us to uh, to do this analytics or whatever they call it, because it would. I think you're right. Like it's kind of like buy fans for fans. You know what I mean? Like I think we're definitely in touch and definitely a part of the fan community. So I, I definitely think that we're part and parcel of that. So I mean, not to you know pat ourselves on the back. I'm just saying that we're we're, we're fans, so we know what other fans are liking, not or
1: not liking. Yeah. I, I just have to say, well, not only fans you know, that's oh, right,
2: right, yes, we, yeah, that's not what we we don't know
0: something <laughs> <No>. OnlyFans. <laughs> I see. Since I'm not on Instagram, you know, I, I miss these subtle references, so I'm well, glad I,
1: I mentioned fans to you, Brad. Just, you know, adult content. No, <laughs> no i like, you right?
2: explained it to me, but
1: yeah, it's like what it's Only? Oh, okay. Yeah, like, is,
2: it, is it a YouTube thing or something like like, like YouTube? You're like you, you?
1: I think it's like a website. I never actually looked because you know yeah. I don't need to do that. So it's like, you see <laughs> yeah. these, you know, people's posts on Instagram saying, "Check out my OnlyFans." You got a new tip. Yeah. It's
0: like <laughs> so. It's kind of like almost like spam.
1: It's like spam, but it's in it's in their Instagram stories. I'm putting that in quotes. Whatever. I don't do stories because no. I don't really know how. I don't feel like learning. So. Uh, and I see people like, "Oh, you got a new tip on Instagram for OnlyFans," and it's like, "Great!" And I just scroll to the the next thing, but it's just, I see it every day. Well, speaking of scrolling to the next thing, uh, yeah. what
0: is your next? Okay, entry? we can talk
1: about OnlyFans later. That's fine. Yeah, well,
0: that, <laughs> I thought that was a good transition.
1: Come <laughs> no, on. I'm just kidding. I'm just
0: kidding. So,
2: well, so, so my number five is the introduction of the yellow shirt, Forgotten Warrior. Um, yes, yes. I, it's it's such a fun one. I mean, I think. For, for fans of this kind of movie and for people that are listening who haven't seen these, I mean it, it doesn't get much better than like Mike Monty in the opening sequences, oh, yeah. you know and and, and and him shooting up things and, and all of that stuff. I think it, it, it just it, everything about it works on that you know Philippine uh, Vietnam War action hero kind of movie. And I think when we watch those kinds of movies, we think, like, there's there, there, there are the fun ones, and that's what we come in for, is we want the fun ones. And then, of course, there's the duds, right? The ones that just end up being jungle slogs that nobody likes, and, you know, <laughs> you, nice. just, you just kind of want them to be over with. And... This one is one of the fun ones. I think this is one of my, my favorites of of you know when I watched it it's one of my favorites of those of those straight ahead you know Philippine actioners. Um you know you, I don't know I don't remember if there were a lot of huts being blown up but there were just a lot of um good action sequences with him and he's he's you know sort of he, he survives an attack and he's sort of rebuilding his strength to kind of get his revenge on the people that got him and it's it's just a fun movie. It's just and it's fun in that vein of that really great Philippine action movie.
0: Yeah, and I do think it's great that M- Martini did one of those. Like he could have just stayed in the U.S. You know, that's he's a guy from Stockton. He could have just stayed in that sort of milieu, but he went to the Philippines. as a lot of other people were doing. So to have to have Martini in that environment was so cool. Instead of I mean, we love Nick Nicholson, Mike Monty, Henry mm-hmm. Strzelkowski and all the rest. But to have Martini in with them is such a great um, scenario to have.
2: Yeah, it it I think it's a, that's one of those things, right? When you when you see Mike Monty right away, you're like, oh, I'm in the right place, right? You, you're, yeah. you're in the right place. But then, <laughs> yeah, then, like, I'm in the Philippines and I'm in right the right place.
1: place. Yeah, perfect place to go. <laughs> right,
2: and then, then martini shows up with his yellow shirt and starts blowing people up and shooting things and stuff and and, and doing his, his you know his martial arts and everything, and and it's like okay, now I'm I, this is really then it, it's like kind of that next level of that kind of movie where it's like this isn't just some fun, you know, I'm not just like watching a you know Japanese VHS rip. Rip on, on you know, <laughs> YouTube or something like that, which, you know, which is fun. Those are really fun. It's like another level of it, which I thought was really great of what, you know, it, it's like kind of the, the next thing. And I, I think for people with with Marquini or martini I don't know. What to think with. No, I'm, I'm not sure which I which pronounce it. But, um, <laughs> this is one that could be a good starting point. I think you know, oh, obviously, a good point. Yeah, it, there, there's some that I think you, you know that are, are I, I enjoyed more than this one as, as the list goes on. But this might be a good one. It's on YouTube as well. I mean, all of these are on YouTube, so um, they're they're all a lot of fun and they're easy to get to.
1: And yeah, I know you them yeah, with a bunch true. of my. Mar- Sorry. Oh, oh I was
2: just
0: gonna say, is this the first one where he concentrates less on his martial arts and more on the the shooting, like machine yeah, guns? Yeah, it's like a Rambo. Before this.
1: Well, I'm trying to think. You know, I'm just going back. You know, he did Ninja Warriors before Forgotten Warrior. That's yeah. almost confusing to say. Right. And then Death Machines, and then Murder in the Orient. That was his first movie with Leo Fong. Right. So.
0: Right. Well, uh, I'm sure we'll be talking about that. But I, sorry, Ty. I didn't mean to cut you off. What were you going to say? Oh
1: yes, I was going to tell Matt. Like you almost did. Like you did a Marchini marathon. Right. You watched like oh, two yeah. or three a day. <laughs>
2: yes, yeah because I had never seen any of his films before yeah. when you, before you mentioned this and and I think you know obviously the first thought sometimes is like oh well maybe we should do a different topic something that you know more about but then I was like no this is a really great way to for me to get introduced to this and it was just like when I saw the first one of his which we'll talk about in a little bit too the first one that I decided to watch it was just kind of like wow this was a lot of fun let me check out the next one and then just it just kind of built from there and so yeah i think i was i think there was a period where i was only like two or three i think i i got through the whole thing i think in 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 a matter of a couple days oh you know it it was spread over a couple over a week maybe but it was like one day i did a bunch and another day i did a bunch
0: so at the end of that did it rub off on your personality at all
2: yeah, I was a little bit more wooden in my interactions.
1: Yeah, yeah like you, and you have a yellow like, oh, shirt now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're wearing,
0: all of a sudden you're wearing a yellow shirt and you're saying, Hi, honey, I'm yeah. home. Yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. so that, I did at some point find myself in a bamboo cage being thrown over a, a waterfall. So I was screaming, and that, just, that, that happened as well. It's crazy things that <laughs> happen. I mean, that's all. understandable. It could happen to anyone. You know. It's yeah, just like stubbing your toe. Yeah, yeah so there were gang, roving gangs of guys with scars you know, right. running around the streets old, that I yeah, had to fight. You find Snaker yeah. on
1: yeah, Monday. Snaker. Yeah, you know, it's like... <laughs> yeah.
2: It was all kinds of crazy after that. That. Yeah, it definitely changed everything at that <laughs> and
1: point. And you changed your name to Matthew L. Margini.
2: <laughs> I did, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and what did you think
0: of Snaker's voice?
2: Yeah, that was, it was, it, it all, it's all good, right? It's just, it's all, like, like what you come to that kind of movie for. That's what you want, and... Yeah, the voice and like when he was being menacing and like telling them that like he was gonna, he was threatening the kids, you know, and, and, and yeah, granted, we don't want a lot of kids in the movie, but I thought that even that with, with Karate, um, Karate Cop, like the, the kid factor was mitigated really well. It was, it was amazing. Yeah, no, I agree.
1: <laughs> yeah, the freebies weren't annoying. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah it was like, <laughs> and then yeah, Snaker, I mean, you, you, you like, you, you come to a movie like that, you either want like a real, like, like, sinister like scene chewing villain or you want someone just so over the top and goofy that it's just enjoyable in that way and that's definitely what snaker was and and yeah it totally worked
0: now do you think that could be influenced by uh martini or marquini's possible love of the old batman show because you know in the old batman show there was usually like a quote-unquote campy type of villain um and you know you have once again, the Burt Ward, Adam West factor. So do you think that could possibly be in his stable of influences, or is that just a coincidence?
2: Yeah, especially for those two, right? For the, the Omega Cop and Karate Cop, you you have more of that kind of villain. I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if that's if, – if, if, if there was a that little bit a of an influence, influence there. Yeah, yeah.
0: All right, so what's your letter? Let's see, what letter are we up to? I mean, did G. Yes. Yeah, yeah. It's like you know, did you get pulled over for drunk driving? The cops make you say the alphabet backwards.
2: That's impossible.
1: Yeah. Z Y X. I can't do it.
2: Well, the, the, <laughs> what the cops get you. The, the trick for the cops is is the cops get you because people say, "Oh, I couldn't even do that sober." and that's how the cops get people with it <laughs> that's, 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 that's true correct. is that you know say the alphabet backwards oh i can't even do that sober oh yeah. so that means you're not sober now that's, i got yeah. you. okay oh, get the
1: car, right and in. to the drunk test yeah.
2: exactly. yes. so that's always the key with that but yeah um ninja warriors is my my d um i think in terms of ninja films uh, I, I think you have to have a certain level of camp, and this one definitely has it. Um, you, you've got things like Markini spitting like shards of whatever things at people. Like he's got like blades in his mouth, and he's spitting them. You know, um, <laughs> this, this one also yeah, had Mike, cool. yeah. yeah. uh, Mike, Mike Monty was also, I believe, in this one, mm-hmm. a bigger role. Which I, I always, the suits that he was wearing in it were, were fantastic. Uh, I, I always like that kind of thing. Ninjas always work. I, I don't say ninjas always work. They don't always work. Sometimes people don't do them right. But I think when you've got just a whole bunch of guys running around in, in their pajamas and there's like smoke <laughs> and, and arrows and blades and stuff coming out of nowhere and then you've got the ultimate ninja and in, in someone like Markini who can take everybody out. It, it, the whole paradigm worked. It was it was good. And this is the only one that doesn't fit all of the rest of the marquees right? The, the other ones either fit into one or two baskets, right? They're either the Omega Cop basket or the Jungle Wolf Forgotten well, it's Warrior.
1: Because his name is Steve in this one. So.
2: <laughs> yes. Exactly. So,
1: he, loves be, be, name, he loves playing people named Steve. You know.
2: Yes. <laughs> the funny thing, it says here in um, in, in um, the box, it's it, the, the the first sentence when they're doing the, the synopsis is uh, Steve is a ninja period. Not
1: for me. <laughs> That's
2: great. But I just like that. Um, nice. Yeah. It, it, the, the cover, you know, it has. It, I guess it has to have his face so he, it doesn't show him in, in his full ninja gear in the cover. I, I guess he didn't really always wear it that much in the movie. It was just more like that he was a ninja. Uh, but, yeah, I I, I I always like a good ninja movie and this one's definitely in the good ninja movie category.
1: Because we have well, a bad I mean, ninja movie, right, Brett? Um... <laughs> Lethal Ninja.
0: Well, yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, Ross Kettle. That was a definite disappointment. Yeah. Uh, you know, we can talk about that another day. But yeah, Kettle was yeah. Uh, the kettle wasn't boiling that day. Let me just put it that way. <laughs> but, um, and, and you're and once you watch 24 hours to midnight, you're gonna see a certain ninja, uh,
1: yes. I guess. Uh, <laughs> you won't give it away, but okay. A ninja. With, right, the ninja.
2: Play, right. not played by Rock. Yes, by Rock. yeah, played
1: no. by Rock Rock. Yes. <laughs>
2: played in in quotes, but, <laughs> I, she, she, uh, but I to, mentioned to,
1: that and her youtube channel you know oh yeah rock rocks youtube channel 24 hours to midnight she i wish she would mention it you know she talks about you know bozo young (laughs) (laughs) the new classic (laughs) <laughs>
2: That's the best. Yeah, anybody who's not following Rothrock on YouTube, you should, because she, what was it, the, um, the Tiger Claws movies, right? She talked about the three Tiger Claws movies, and um, and how mm-hmm. Bolo like, was it the first or the second one where he was, I guess it was the second, second one. Movie. Yeah, he yeah. was not happy. I guess um, Jalal Merhi wasn't paying him or something like that, and he, he walked up the set angry, and so what was it? It was Rothrock's mom, right? Who, yeah, who, she was... <laughs> it's like Bozo just walked off the set. <laughs> <laughs> they, just, they started calling
0: him Bozo Young,
2: which is, you know, not
0: what we say. It's kind of like how a friend of ours way back called him Van Dom. So it's kind of hard not to say Van Dom instead of Van Dam, <laughs> Right. Because uh, he didn't like Van Dam. I mean, we do, but, you know. Yeah,
1: but he, he wasn't a fan. Yeah. <laughs> Van Damme,
0: so these wacky Bozo. nicknames. But... Yeah. Okay, so, all right, so Ninja Warriors was your D. Yep.
2: Yeah. And so my my one C um, <clears throat> would be, oops, uh, Jungle Wolf. The, Jungle the,
1: Wolf one. Okay. Yeah,
2: the first Jungle Wolf. So I guess Jungle Wolf one, Forgotten Warriors two uh, would be is my, my <laughs> it's third. It's so confusing. confusing.
1: It's a little yeah. confusing. Yeah, Wolf, Forgotten Warrior, Karate Warriors. You know,
0: <laughs> Jungle Raiders. I don't know.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, karate Wolf
2: right
0: right right 3
1: right 3 yeah
0: bloody wolf I think that was a video game um
2: and this is also one of those movies um I know um uh, Antonio Margariti used to do this uh they used the Philippines instead of for Vietnam they used the Philippines for central or south America uh which is always an interesting take because we can t- see these these uh these actors of Philippine descent who are playing Latin Americans um in the movie <laughs> This is another one that does that, where he, um, and I think this is also another one of those where he doesn't want to take the role right away, right? He's, um, they're asking him to go in and save this person uh, in this, like, sort of uh, South America, Central America, I can't remember, one of those, um, Central, Central America. America. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's going to rescue a kidnapped person there. He doesn't want to take the job right away, uh, but then he ends up taking it, and um, that's it. You know, he just goes in there. He's, he's, Martini Mar- 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 Unleashed. <laughs> In, in and yes. which is how we like him.
1: Right. Yeah, he needs to be unleashed. He can't be caged up. Yes, <laughs> which he sometimes is, I think. Well, yeah. So don't cage him up.
2: Right. This is the one where he's ca- he's in the bamboo cage that gets like thrown over the the waterfall i think <laughs> that's
1: and, what happened to you right <laughs> <exactly>. <laughs> the,
2: the scream he does with that is great he, he actually in future movies he flashes back to that that shows him like oh like, the, the, the like i guess they put him in a bamboo cage in the water thinking that's going to kill him which i, I guess you got to save bullets if you're a separatist group so you don't you don't want to shoot him to kill him um and i, I don't know if maybe you want to save knife blades too maybe they feel like because he's so blunt and wooden that if you try to Stab him, it would dull your blades, and you don't want that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a definite <laughs> possibility. Yeah. So, so you just put him in a bamboo cage, which a lot of bamboo in Central America, I guess, as well. And um, they just put him in the water, and he's kind of floating. Or, or no, actually, no. It, it the, 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 the cage was stuck in the water. It's supposed to be like one of those like Vietnamese like water cages, right, where you're, you're, you're in the cage in the water. Um, and he somehow detaches it from whatever it's it's connected to on the on the shore, or like on the you know, near near where land is and then he starts floating. And I guess it's one of those things where like, boy, I guess I didn't think this through properly <laughs> Well you know,
0: some people go over Niagara Falls on a barrel and he did that.
1: <laughs> What's great about this one is the song, right? Back in action. Yes. <laughs> and yeah. I, I back in action. It, it's a great really catchy tune. Which is a lot
2: like return fire, yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. And if you listen to if you if you give the, watch the version on YouTube, they play it at the end, right? So they play it for the end credits, and the sound is so warped on whatever VHS or maybe even the recording software when it was originally done. It's so warped. So you hear the guitar and and it, the guitar just sounds like like, you know, when when you used to play your tape player and the batteries were running low. Yeah, it's warble. Yeah.
1: Warble <laughs> rock. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You
2: know, the guitar is so distorted it's just like oh it, it, it yeah, it just sounds like a melted tape or something. Um so, that, so you know, I I'm I'm someone who always likes to watch the credits just to watch them, but this is a movie that I definitely suggest watching the credits, just so you can hear that, because it's hilarious. Yeah, no, that, that makes sense to me.
1: <laughs> I was doing the research on back in action and sung by Michael Bristow <laughs> and he plays Snaker in Karate oh. Cop.
0: Oh, oh so, very that's awesome. You're you're yeah. definitely bringing some good knowledge. Oh, here.
1: thanks. I was doing some double checking, and I'm just going off of that. So it's like,
0: <laughs> wow, so what a yeah. talented guy. He played Snaker and the song. That's fantastic. Yeah.
1: there's like D W. Landingham, right? Because he's <laughs> in. Uh, I love that guy. It's
0: like <laughs> and and let's not forget that his daughter wrote into our site.
1: Yes, yeah, like oh, thank you for the nice kind words about D W.
0: Yeah, because he had passed away, and I guess she was
1: happy that we
0: were remembering him and saying nice things about him. And
1: yeah, because he did so. stand out and return fire.
0: Yeah. So, yeah, so if you look so. up our review, um, you'll see her comment, which is very nice of her
1: to say.
2: Wow, that's really cool. So, yeah, I imagine one of those things where, like, not a lot of people are talking about DW landing him, so, like, if she Googles it, she'll, you know, you'd come up right away. I do yeah, no. so. Yeah, I think
1: yeah. so. Yeah. So it's interesting how that works. You're like, yeah. oh, I'll look up D W. Landingham.
2: Right? right. Yeah. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't know either. Maybe they she has a D.W. Landingham alert, so every time he gets mentioned, yeah. it, she, <laughs> she, she pulls it up. But but that's really cool that she was able to find something nice. You know, that, like you know that you know something like that and connect with it like that.
0: Yeah, because I mean, maybe she found other things that weren't so nice. You know, because people sometimes are unnecessarily mean to these B movies, and I think. Like we were saying before, we I think we kind of understand what's going on with these B movies, and so we're appreciative of them in maybe a different way than some other people. So I think she found that and was was happy about it.
2: yeah, that's really cool. That's really I, that those are always great stories. I think that's, that's, that's I don't know about you guys, but I feel like that's the one thing like when I started doing the site, you know like you, you didn't think that kind of thing would happen. you know it's just more like I'm writing oh, like, this exactly
1: yeah. like, and then you get a, a nice you know message like, hey, wow. Yeah, and that's it's
0: happened to us, and I'm sure it's happened to you. I've d- yeah, several times, many times, yeah, I would say. Many times. With someone associated with the movie, writes in, and they they have nice things to say. You
2: know. Yeah, yeah. The, the, probably the funniest one, just as a aside, we we're talking about Cynthia Rothrock earlier. There was this really low budget movie she did called Hostage that also has um, Ted Pryor in it, and I had gotten like a rip of it somehow. Um, and one of the people in the movie, like, commented, like, I don't even have a copy of this. How did you get that? <laughs> wow. That was the one. I think it was that one. It was one of those where they were like, that's amazing. How did you get a copy? I'd love to get a copy of this. And I was like, wow, oh. so
0: you had scooped someone who was even involved with the movie. <laughs> right, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. I I got I got the download of it somehow. I don't remember but yeah, it was uh and I re, I mean it was really low budget. I don't know how Cynthia Rothrock was. I think I even said like, you know, she must somebody must have duped her into doing this because it was like, you know, it it it, it had the look of like a like a YouTube, you know, like, you know, private project kind of thing that, you know, some people do just to have fun or something.
0: Cuz on her YouTube channel, didn't she say like, "Oh, I just like to work. You know, I just I'll take pretty much anything." right?
2: That might be what so, it is. That might explain it. That would that would that would explain it for sure. And and uh, yeah, Ted Pryor. I have to go back and, and tag Ted Pryor in that because I, I realized I never tagged him for that one. So. Ted you you Pryor. Oh.
1: <laughs> What's that? Uh, in um, American Tigers, which is not a good movie. But she oh. plays
2: herself
0: in the movie, yeah. and it's fictional. You know, it's not like a documentary. It's a it's, you know, it's a narrative film. But she she plays herself, Cynthia Rothrock, in the movie. Yes. which is very really weird
1: it's really like and these fictional characters, are fi- fictional characters are fighting Cynthia Rothrock in a <laughs> wrestling ring for like 20 he minutes said, Joan
0: says say hi to Cynthia Rothrock everybody
1: yeah yeah <laughs> he's like a bunch of wolf whistles and all that stuff <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. Was, that was that one's definitely another like completest one, like kind of the way we were oh, saying yes. like, oh, absolutely. that's like, you know, and, and again, maybe it's one of those ones, too, where like once you've, you've exhausted all of the, the other Roth Rocks, maybe that's where you go to.
1: Well, that's, that's, <laughs> that's what happened. Yes. I would
2: agree with that. Yeah, I, know, agree, I really out. would. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but anyway,
0: getting back on track. So uh, I believe up to letter C.
2: No, I think we just did that one, right? Yeah, oh, okay, so we're up to B. Okay, wow, we're almost done. Yeah, so Omega Cop, that was um my my oh, That's my, a good one. Yeah, I actually this was the first one that I watched, actually. Um, so when I when I first when when we first talked about doing this podcast, I was like, all right, well now I got to start watching some of his movies. Um, Omega Cop was the first one I watched and just loved it. Uh, it was. So much fun. You've got Adam West, who not only has a sit-down role, but he also has a slouch-back role in some of the scenes. Oh, yes. <laughs> just like in The Great Night of the Kick
0: Fighters, where you see his posture is not They're very good. Very, good. Yeah. very poor
2: posture. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he couldn't even bother to sit up for some of the scenes. He's just like <laughs> – there's one where he's like talking over the radio to Marquini, and he's just lying back on in his chair and, and – like it's like, he can't even bother to like be engaged that much. He's like, Oh yeah. No, don't come back here. No, don't bring them
0: back. Here. Yeah, but, but isn't that what's so great about the movie? Like that's what's so awesome about it.
1: Yeah. You know, it's a great uh, bolo tie and he talks about global warming speech, right? Yes.
2: Like, and the yeah. global
0: warming speech was written by West himself. Yes. Um, so, so he took the time out to write some, wackadoo speech about global warming uh is the big be- i think, believe it's the, in the beginning like the intro it's In the
1: beginning yeah and <laughs> that great adam west voice that he has so. <laughs> yeah. which i wish i could do an impression
0: but yeah. i really can't it would like probably that. just be a yeah. shatner but um, yeah <laughs> and
2: global warming was uh, i think that's the it, mother goose line one too right because he yeah uh, he saves one woman from like some kind of Sex trafficking sale. Right, that's what
1: happens. And then, like, I feel like Mother Goose.
2: <laughs> yes. And then he takes another woman from, yeah. the, like, a store that somehow I, you never understand how these stores, like, how this, this, this store existed for so long before it got shot up and the, the owner got killed. Like, how did it exist for all these years before with nobody doing that? But now is the time that, you know, it happens. But, yes, yeah, so he, he takes the daughter. And then there's a third woman that he rescued, they rescue as well, I think. Um, and I don't remember what her story was. But the whole idea was they were supposed to like run up to the to the mountains, right? Get get away from everything, and and then um, yeah, who who was the third woman? uh,
1: I'm not sure. Well, well, Brett, you were about to say something. Oh, Mother Goose. (laughs) I was just.
0: That line is so inexplicable to me. Like, why would, why would, why would he think that? Why would he say it? Why would he feel like Mother Goose? Like, mother, why Mother Goose? Like, I just the, the fact that this tough guy would even think to say he feels like Mother Goose is just—it's very bizarre to me that he would say that because it, it's like, what Mother Goose tail is he referring to? Like, I don't mean to break this down to like atoms, but I'm just wonder—it's one of the mysteries of Omega Cop. Let me just put it that way.
2: Yeah, I mean the idea too that like solar flares give you like some kind of like virus or disease or something <laughs> that you can't be around other people if you if you are are exposed to a solar flare and that was why Adam West didn't want them coming back to the their their location because they had like this bunker area
1: right the and, you, and they had to go back they they yeah. were there but then they never really come back to the end
2: right
0: so, and um, in my memory and you you've seen this more recently than I have but. You know, so these solar flares are causing all this damage, but I guess if you go into, like, a baseball dugout, it doesn't affect you.
2: <laughs> yes. Right, that's the whole thing, is you gotta be, you can't be outside for the when the solar flare happens, so, so yeah, you gotta be, yeah, that, that the baseball dugout was great, that was a, a really fantastic uh, uh, thing there, and I, the thing I loved about it was that, like, anybody who's looking for him wouldn't think it's strange that some jeep, you know what, what was like? I think it was just a regular Jeep Commander or whatever. Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. It's parked on a baseball diamond. Like, you know, why would that be? You know, oh, that that that, <laughs> that would just be there. Yeah, that's, it's probably broken down. You know, it's just there. And,
0: and also, the place they're trying to get to is it Seattle
1: or? You got a good uh, memory. I'm trying to somewhere remember that. Maybe-
0: I think yeah. it's like their goal is to like get to Seattle, I believe. And so while the solar flares are affecting the entire world for some reason they don't explain, Seattle is unaffected. Right. <laughs> right. Of course uh, not. Of course <laughs> not. Of course <laughs> not. Of course to they're to not <laughs> solar flares destroying the world except Seattle. So we have to yeah. get there. Yeah, uh,
2: yeah. And then, makes well, the sense. Second, this, what was the second one? They had to get to Washington D.C. and they were teleporting <laughs> in the second one.
1: Well, John right, Travis has, has to get somewhere.
2: Right. Get somewhere to go, yeah.
1: But yeah, no, that's a good
2: choice. I, I just
1: think,
0: yeah, for the, for the Adam West factor alone, yeah. it, it, I can see why it's so high in your ranking. And also there are these sort of, I don't know if you'll find them annoying, you'll have to tell me, but these like Beach Boys-esque songs that, I mean, they're not <laughs> even close to being like as good as the Beach Boys, but they're like these sort of like Beach Boy wannabe type songs that keep playing over and over and over
2: because right, she gives him a tape, right? The woman at the at the center that, like, I guess he has a thing for, um, that works at the center with Adam West. She gives him a, a cassette tape with what's supposed to be like 50s duop songs, but obviously they didn't have the rights, which which blows my mind. I mean, I I guess the you know it was the 90s that was still far enough away that it feels like a lot of those duop songs you would have easily gotten the rights for for not a lot of money, but I guess they figured. They didn't even have the money to do that, so they were just like, let's just like make yeah, make like these
1: make up these
2: songs. It's like- yeah. Uh, it, it, yeah, yeah. I yeah. said so they kind of they
1: were more
0: like Beach Boys than doo wop in my memory, but yes. I could be wrong.
2: That's right, yes, that's right. They were supposed to kind of be like that, like yeah, that that Beach Boys style of like yeah, um, and, and-
0: pitch vocals and kind of right. stuff like that. Yeah. That's that's my memory of it, um, but yeah, yeah. Like I said, for for the global warming Adam West craziness and some of the wacky dialogue, including I feel like Mother Goose. I, yeah, Omega Cop is definitely top of the martini heap. I, I would agree.
2: Yeah, it, it's just it, you know, again, they're all just fun. It's just you, you you just load these things up on YouTube and watch. I mean, hopefully, again, we're hoping we're we're, we're pushing for the, the 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 Blu-ray set, right? Yes, the, the Blu-ray, Blu-ray box set. Yes, I please. Yeah, well, it, go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I mean, you could put Omega Cop and Karate Cop on one DVD, yeah. I think, you know? Oh, yeah. And
0: definitely a Blu ray. So, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh,. And if they want us to do a commentary, you know, <laughs> would be really awesome. we can do that. We can be involved with the extras,
1: Yeah. you
0: know, because, you know, when Vinegar Syndrome released L.A. Wars, I was thinking, oh, they did this without us. How can, how could they do that? We, we, we should have been
1: involved with that. Um, we reviewed that a long time ago before the Blu-ray. So oh, way before. Way about be- a year, two years before. And same thing with American Rickshaw,
0: a.k.a. American Tiger, American Tiger, not American Tigers. Right, American t- that came out on Blu-ray. It's like, come on, you didn't ask us to be part of it? Because like, I think some guy or, that we both know, David Zuzello, does that name ring a bell?
1: Are you asking me? Because
0: yeah, no. I he's reading <laughs> online about action and stuff. He did the liner notes.
1: Um, oh, okay. Oh, okay. That's cool. That I mean, I
0: don't... to kill with Paul Cook. And we all we know Paul Cook, right?
1: Yeah, I know him. Yeah.
0: Um, and, and that's a great book that they kind of self-released, which talks about all these sort of, you know, F- Filipino war type movies or you know, um, strike commando type things. All of the stuff they came out on VHS in Japan, they they made this book uh, that reviews them, and, which they self-released, which I have, and you can get it. I would recommend it. It's 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 fun.
2: Yeah, that sounds awesome. I mean, yeah, you you have to have a sense, right? That that like when when people are looking at like what kind of movies to put on blu-ray based on what we've seen the, the movies that have been put on blu-ray recently like they have to be looking at our sites right like you know what what kind of what we're doing you know not, and not they just have to. yeah yeah and, and and seeing what kind of responses you know people get you know like oh you know people seem to like this one or people yeah i i mean it it, it like why not right why not put the i mean you know and, and yeah we 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 kind of know, right? We we kind of hear the feedback, and we also talk to other people who who do do what we do and and talk about the movies that they like as well. And there are definite ones that that you know, like I mean, it's no surprise, right? When we did you know talk about PM Entertainment, that this almost like the same group of movies seem to be on everybody's PM list. That, oh, absolutely! Right. Like
1: No Steep, yeah. No Return, something like
2: that. Sweeper. Yeah. Sweeper, right, right. I mean, everybody seems to like the same with Skyscraper is one that comes up on a lot of lists, and I think it's probably the same thing with Marquini. I, mean, I think the thing with Marquini is that probably more people were in my position where I hadn't seen them before and, and didn't really that's know. That's true. Um, but I think getting the word out now, it's like uh, – now that's like one of my, my priorities now because I, I just thought these were a lot of fun and <laughs> – <Well, laughs> I think anybody listening to this should be getting onto YouTube, you know, like right yeah.
1: away, right after you yeah. listen to this. Because you know that company, the Blu-ray company, MVD, you
0: know, the MVD Rewind that does these retro type boxes. I mean, they release movies like My Samurai and Angeltown, and um, and they're doing a double feature of Bolo movies. Was it was it Iron Ironheart and Iron Heart um,
1: and oh no, Bloody. Match, or what call it Blood? You know, it's a blood fight. Blood fight, that's it, yeah. Yeah, they're doing a double
0: Blu-ray, you know, it's a two-on-one Blu-ray with those Bolo movies, which are some of the harder Bolo movies to get a hold I of, so I'm glad they're of, doing yeah. that. So yeah. if they're doing those, why couldn't they
1: do,
2: like, a martini yeah.
1: thing? Maybe it's on their docket, we just don't know.
2: Maybe, hopefully. Could be. Yeah, well, well huh? if, if, if you guys are listening and you, you do have it on your docket, box set with limited edition yellow t shirt like yeah.
0: you know? <laughs> get us involved right, exactly.
2: uh, well,
0: yeah so I, I just think yeah um if they're doing those they could they could do that
2: i mean well, crazy six has one crazy six has oh uh, uh, no, and Blast, it at all. This this blast well, which is not a good movie
1: it's not right. good either
2: no exactly so if, if you're gonna make those ones then then these these are, are are much more fun to watch i mean crazy six you're even for the oh, fact of so I- like you know Rob Lowe with the beard and or the mustache or whatever it was. It's not, it's not good.
1: It's not right. good. It's just an awful movie. I watched it a couple months ago. Well, you shoot
0: an entire movie in close up. Right. You know, it's just close ups of people's faces. You can't do that. That's just no. that's no. not good directly. filmmaking, in yeah. my opinion. No. But you know, through podcasts like ours, websites like ours, I'd like to think we're somehow, some way, moving the ball forward. We're putting it out into the ether. We're we're pushing these things forward. So. Even if it's not 100 percent conscious, I think we're helping to get these things released onto Blu-ray, if only to preserve them, you know, because a lot of these, if not all of them, were only VHS. Well, except one you haven't mentioned yet or two you haven't mentioned yet are on a digital format. But I think all the rest are just VHS only. If they don't make it to Blu-ray, they might fade into obscurity.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, because Death Machines, that's his like very first one, doesn't really count in this this grouping here. That one is on Tubi. But I mean, the rest of them, it's, it's only YouTube. And. I I think these are movies that people that like the kind of movies that we like. This is the kind of movie they look for. The the Marquini movies These are the movies that they're looking for when they're going to look for something new. And so I think it's great to be able to say, hey, don't do The Keeper with Seagal. It's not a fun, (laughs) you know, Ty and I always joke, it's a a Chia Pet movie. Goatee, oh, right? Goatee, the Gia. Yeah. Yeah, Gia goatee, right? Goatee, yeah. Yes, Chia Goatee. Yes, there is sometimes a lot of fun in watching those kind of Seagal ones where you're like, you know, okay, when, when is it the stunt double? Or did he actually shoot this scene with the other person he's talking to? Or any of those kinds of things. <laughs> yeah, I
1: think Roy Orbison stunt double was doing this uh, scene. Uh, yeah.
2: so. Yes. The Keeper's not like that. It's not a fun one. These Marquini, or, or – I, 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 I'm going back to martini <laughs> The Just, Just do you, you know. Okay. We don't know. You
0: say potato. We say martini. It doesn't matter. <laughs>
2: Yeah, <laughs> right, But these movies are all fun. These movies, you get your your hour and a half worth. You you you. There's no like checking the timer. There's no saying like, oh, this is ridiculous. Or I, you know, these are a lot of fun. And I I think for people out there that like this kind of movie, this is the way to go. Like this, you're not going to be disappointed with these. Yes,
0: and on that note, I think we're at. Letter A. Even though I think there's a couple you haven't mentioned yet, I, 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 I well, feel like we, like we might have calculated this
1: it? wrong. But what um. no, no, well, is great. Well, there's so my, Murder my, in the Orient. I mean, I don't know we're, we're talking about that one. Or
2: no, so Well, also, let's so find so out. What what is your A? Well, so my top one is is Return Fire, Jungle Wolf Two. Okay. That's yeah. some, You you've got a uh, much more uh, much more involved Adam West in this one. Yes. With <laughs> a great hat. Yes. Yeah. It's. There's more action. I mean, it, it takes place more in Stockton, so it's not in the Philippines. It, it's really there right. in Stockton. He's but, on his home turf. Right, exactly. It's 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 almost like a, a, a kind of taken before taken. Yeah.
1: Yes, it is. We were saying I that agree. when we uh, watched this.
0: Yeah. It's not just more involved West. You could all, you could argue it's more involved Martini. You know, he's yelling, "Can be back my boy? He's 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 vigorous. You know, um, a lot
1: of energy. Yeah.
0: yeah. More energy than usual. And it's got those songs. Yeah.
1: Uh, by Gunslinger, uh, the band. By,
0: yeah. a band called Gunslinger. You know, Return Fire, the title song, and um, the other fight,
1: one. Fight to the Finish. But
0: yeah, Fight to the Finish. <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, great song. When um, the, uh, Carruthers or Adam West is, like, leaving a message on a phone, if you remember yeah. that.
2: <laughs> yes, like, yes. Like, <laughs> I mean, the film starts off where Marquini is, is going into this, like, I don't know, it's like this, like, shopping center area or something like that he knows he's being followed and one of the two guys following him is a guy with a mustache and a skullet and like a leather vest <laughs> with like a, a tank top underneath or something like that these two guys like corner him in the bathroom and they're like you know they're doing that routine which is i don't know if this this is probably like a lower end cliche but that that routine of somebody's hiding in a bathroom stall so it's like you you open up the first one or you kick the first one open <laughs> and nobody's in there right no one's Yeah, I kicked the second one open. Still no one there. And then it's like, okay, what's going to happen when you kick the last one? And what happens when they kick the last one is Marquini throws a flaming roll of toilet paper at them. (laughs) And and then starts taking (laughs) them down. (laughs) It was just like, and the movie's good from there. It kind of just keeps moving from there in in a really great way. And I just, it, it was so much fun. I think this one, but again, I, I'm, I'm like splitting hairs with this because if you, if somebody else did a completely different list from me and they put, you know, my number seven, you know, if they put Karate Raider, I think was that with my number seven, Karate was that? Cop, Karate Cop. If they put that as their number one, I wouldn't really argue with them too much. I wouldn't be like, oh man, how could you choose that when you have got all, all right. these other ones here? I'd be like, that's a great choice. I love that one too. So it's, it, that's the thing with these, with these movies is that. You really can't go wrong with, with any of them, I don't think.
0: Yeah, no, I would agree with that. And, and I do think if I was going to put together a list, I'd probably make Return Fire my number one as well. Oh, I number totally one. see why you did that. Yeah. Um, it, because, I mean, and maybe not coincidentally, that's the one that was released by AIP. Maybe they thought that had the most – maybe the most commercial potential. Um, and, uh, and also I do want to give props once again to DW Landingham yeah. who uh, – who was great in the movie as well yeah
1: well, yeah, he, he, yeah his role was really good i can't remember his name right now and uh okay i have it so uh where do i have it i used to have well, it, <laughs> ago, I, said, while
0: I, it up, I just want to thank you for doing what you said which was you could have said oh i don't know this uh, let's not do it you actually took the time and the initiative to familiarize yourself with Marcini, aka martini and i i I think the th- thanks is certainly in order. Oh, I, I like zone Yeah. And, you know, and yeah. and did this. So I, I want to thank you for doing that.
2: Well, yeah, I want to thank you guys for, for oh. introducing me to these. Oh, you're welcome. Yeah, this has been it, – it's been a lot of fun to go through these. But also it's like, man, I should have been looking watching these a long time ago. And you know, right now YouTube is the only way to get them. So, I mean, they're not the best quality on YouTube, but they're there on YouTube. You can watch it's, them.
1: And, it's a good so, point. They're there for your – Enjoyment. Thank goodness.
0: Yes. We should say that um, uh, Murder in the Orient, which wasn't on your list, but um, is it's an early early outing uh, for him. There is what we call a gas station DVD, like a, like a cheap, low-budget DVD. That's what I have, yeah. Uh, that's what Ty has. It, I believe that's kind of out there floating around. So you, that is – available if someone wanted to collect that and also death machines another early outing is on blu-ray um from vinegar syndrome so those are those are out there um should you want to dip your toe into the martini waters yeah.
1: if you yeah, and, or, if or you want can to buy or them on, on, on tape you,
0: you just check them out on YouTube.
1: Or, youtube or you want to you know spend a lot of money like i did and buy them on tape because like, <laughs> <so, laughs> yeah. so, right. well back in the the old days of 2010 they weren't as expensive really <laughs> Right now, they're massively expensive, especially Return Fire. It's like $50, maybe more. So, wow. I Come got on, mine for about least less than $20. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Yeah. The, the secondary VHS market has – I think what happens with a lot of these things, like I, I'm someone who also – I used to collect um, old basketball jerseys that you know from the 90s, and – you know, when when I first started collecting them on eBay, because I would usually just get them at like thrift stores. On eBay, you could get like maybe like you know someone was like trying to clean out their closets, and they would you know, you'd get like three of them for for ten bucks or something like that. But what happened was was that these merchants on eBay mm-hmm. sort of saw the market in it, and so they would overbid for those ones and then jack up the prices. And I think the same things happen with VHSs. I think it's happened with kind of everything, in you know, kind of the whole nostalgia market for everybody is that. These merchants have gotten a hold of these. They they go to places like the thrift stores and they buy up everything and then sell it for bigger prices. And yeah. it, it's kind of too bad, you know, that that you you know for us to just enjoy the movies. You know, we just want to watch it and have a have a good time yeah, with it's,
1: it. These, these prices are brutal.
2: Yeah, yeah it's definitely it's happened to a lot of other things I can name:
0: vinyl records and toys,
1: or, those or toys,
0: yeah. to, to, to toy market. If you want to buy toys from, let's just say the '80s, even the '90s, probably now. Yeah. There is sellers vastly, I guess you'd say, upcharging for that because, you know, people are at a certain point in their lives when they have nostalgia for the 80s and their childhoods and they have the money to spend. So they think. So there are <laughs> or, or, or a friend of ours who sells a lot on eBay and Amazon was saying, you know, T-shirts like Iron Maiden T-shirts, like, like an original or not original, but just like 80s Iron Maiden T-shirts go for hundreds of dollars.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. So it, 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 what it's done effectively, I guess, is it's kind of for us just fans of them, you know, it's, it's kind of frozen us out. Cause we, you know, like you said, Ty, like you want to spend 40 bucks on, on one of these movies you know, I, mm, not I,
1: really, but I guess. You know,
2: it's, like, it's a huge risk. I mean, the risk increases because there's a very
0: significant chance that the movie's not going to be that good. That's so the you,
1: thing. Do you yeah, want I mean, to take
0: a chance on that? And as and always happens to me, if I were to buy something on an older format, then like the next week it comes out on Blu ray with like all these extras. <laughs> oh, of course. So to me, to, to me, just knowing my luck, time. that's what would happen.
1: I haven't had that really happen to me too much. I mean, Return Fire is not on Blu ray just yet, you know? Or you know, action, action USA. Yeah. 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 action USA. Action <laughs> USA. It's still not on any really format. Well, a lot, well, a lot of your VHS.
0: I mean, you have so many VHS. We couldn't yeah. name all the ones that are not. I mean, on- I'm
1: just giving, I'm just giving the rare ones. You know, not Action understand. USA, Return Fire, Ballistic. You know, Margin Holden. You ever see that one, Matt?
2: No, I've heard of it with Holden. I've heard of that one, but it
1: might be on uh,
2: YouTube. Yeah, but I can take a look and see.
1: It's what's funny was I got it on eBay, but. Amazon was always unavailable, so it's currently unavailable,
2: (laughs) so,
0: of course. there's some other ones, like, you bought it, and now it's, like, going for a lot of money, you were just telling me, um, Um, what was it?
1: Power Nujitsu? No, no,
0: no, you bought it a long time ago, but now it's really really expensive, like, um, was it Cage 2, or Cage? Cage?
1: Oh, Cage 2 is very expensive, so...
0: Which is amazing because you got it for like a dollar or whatever. Or was it like a fifty cent
1: at Time tunnel? Was it fifty cent? I, I forget the tape prices, but
0: yeah, but it was cheap.
1: Yeah, <laughs> now, so basically free.
0: <laughs> but um, so
1: yeah, I, I think I'm glad we did this podcast, and I yeah, do think that, that's the about, end of the list, right? I mean, it seems like yeah. we're for, forgetting one.
2: But. Yes, <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't mention – so I didn't have get a chance to see either Death Machines or More, Murder on the Orient. So those two, oh, I, right. I didn't get a chance to see to put them on the list. So I don't know if those That's ones – That's fine. Yeah. Um, but no, I think that, that – I mean, I, again, it's it, – it probably the better way to do the list was, like, like you said, like instead of 1 to 7, you know 1A through 1G because it, you can't go wrong. I, I, again, I, I have to stress this that I don't think this has ever happened before with, with a star that – I mean, there's, if you look on his IMDb bio, there's some movie called Arctic Warriors that came out in, like, the early 90s that I don't think – I couldn't find it. I,
1: kind of like I don't think it was ever made. You started to discover that
0: that was never really completed. It never and really completed or
1: ever made or released. I mean, trust me, I looked – I scoured the internet, even the dark right. web, but yeah. I couldn't <laughs> find it.
0: <laughs> so I'm thinking that was never officially released, so we're not going to include that. I'm glad you brought it up, but I'm it glad – but um, we're not going to include that as part of his official filmography because I don't think it was ever actually officially released.
2: So, so then if you think about it that way, right? Then I mean that's seven movies in a row essentially. So when you know I, with the first one I think is out of this out of his movies is is it Ninja Ninja Warriors? Is that the earliest of his movies? I yeah, think. Yeah.
1: Well, Death Machine. Well, well the first I movie mean, he they ever made was Murder in the Orient.
2: Yeah.
0: And then Death Machines, right? Those are his yeah. 70s movies. Yeah.
1: Well,
2: for that that 80s to 90s period, like that kind of like mid 80s to mid 90s, I mean that's you know think of it like as a 10 year period almost, right? Where it's like I think it's like 85 to, to 95 or something in that range. Uh, he puts out seven movies and he doesn't have a dud. Uh, yeah. I mean you yeah. know they're low budget, they're yeah. you know there's a lot of you know. you, you but I guess the thing is, it's like yes, they're not like you know like these amazing like oh you know the, you know like a, something like a, an avengement or something like that where you're like this movie is just so good and whatever. They're they're like just so much fun and enjoyable. It's like there's just there's I don't know like just when I start to think there's a few of them where I was like just when I started to be like boy I'm getting a little bored with this or like something to happen something does happen like it, it's like almost like you know you get some kind of fun element to them and I don't think there's a single actor out there actor actors who who you could say seven movies in a row.
1: Yeah, in a row. That's a great point.
2: Yeah. Well, I, you're right. They're very consistent. Like they're, it, it's not like there's one really
0: awesome one and one bad one. It's like they're very consistent down the line. So you can't really say that about a lot of other people. You know, there's much, definitely more ups and downs when it comes to someone like a Rothrock or a Llamas, you know. So, yeah, the consistency is, is definitely a notable with his output.
2: Yeah, I just I, I I had a lot of fun with this. This was probably like the it you know, I think it's 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 one of those things. I think a lot of times when we when we do these the, you know, the podcast is like, Oh, you know, like I think like like with Seagal for example, I was trying to get back into you know, getting caught up with his movies. Um and I think the same thing with Llamas. I I I watched a few to get caught up with his. Uh whereas like Markini, it was like I, I probably you know, I did seven movies for this. Um it's actually <laughs> kind of close to the, the same number that I usually end up doing when I do other you know, things, um, you know, when I do, you know, when we do lists or things like that. So it wasn't like I watched a lot more, but I was amazed that I just went through it and there just, there wasn't a dud. Like there wasn't a movie where I wasn't just like, I just had a lot of fun with that for that hour and a half. Well,
1: I couldn't now be you happier. enjoyed those. Yeah, we're so happy. <laughs> <You enjoyed them. laughs> yeah. You, yeah. Sorry, I cut you off, Brett.
0: No, oh, no, I was saying the same thing. I just, oh. we're, we're happy you did it. We're happy you did that marathon and uh, you'll be spreading the martini gospel.
1: Yeah, uh. Martini marathon. You gotta love it.
2: Yes, I'm another evangelist. I'm another Martini <laughs> evangelist out there. <laughs> Actually, I'm you'll be telling him. people about him and writing about him on
0: your own site, and um, I would imagine that the word will spread.
2: Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah I um, think for people yeah. that are out there right now who, who – again, who – if you're listening to this podcast – you like this kind of movie already right. that's the thing you know so so trust us when we say this is, a, this, is this is fun this is gonna be you're gonna enjoy this
1: right oh, you right and
2: they should be approached it.
0: in the spirit of fun you know what i mean because yeah. like you said it's not some sort of dark super serious uh, no, like no, revenge no. sort of thing it's, no, it's, it's fun. very they're they're fun. they're more fun you yeah. know
1: they're, yeah you can't really go wrong yeah so,
0: yeah. But, yeah so you approach them in that way yeah. you will have right. a lot of fun yeah, um, and and I do think and yeah, I'm glad we did this because
1: yeah, it was uh, this was sort of like, He's like yeah. an
0: American original, you know what I mean? He's like one of these classic American characters who did his own thing and and achieved something on his own, you know. Like you said, we, he was more of an independent type person who, you know, rose, you know, in the in this karate career to the top of his field and you and he, to
1: make these movies. And he got to make yeah. these
0: movies. He's like an American original. So I, I, I'm i glad we are spotlighting him.
1: Well, it made me think something kind of silly just now. You know, his karate career. You know, Chuck Norris, yeah. he couldn't beat Tawny and he couldn't beat Ronnie. So it's what? Like, well, it's kind of like Ronnie and Ronnie.
0: It's Tawny and Ronnie. Yeah. yeah, Tawny and Ronnie. It's like, <laughs> well, Ronnie maybe that's some genius. sort of mental block on behalf of Chuck, but. Um. <laughs> But what before this it? gets too off the rails... Um,
1: I, didn't, uh, I didn't realize out. that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, we did not call him Ronnie Marchini the whole time. <laughs>
0: no. Well, he didn't call himself that, so... No.
2: That was the only name he didn't go by, right? He's Ronald, he's Ron, yeah. he's Ronald L, he's Ronald D, yeah. e., but he's never Ronnie, right? Don't, yeah, don't yeah. call him Ronnie. It's <laughs> like Slash like Gallagher, don't call him Norman, right? Don't call yeah. him Ronnie. <laughs>
1: yes.
2: Um, so
0: why don't we plug uh,
2: plug
0: (laughs) yes so where can people find you
2: yeah so so um, dtv connoisseur.blogspot.com that is the site Um, and that's really where you can go to get links to everything else so the podcast links are there the letterbox links are there Um, i think the instagram links are there if not that's dtv connoisseur and and actually if you ever if, if you're following Ty already with uh, Ty Action Rocks you'll just see my name and the likes so you can always just go to yeah. my name and the likes. <laughs> Thanks. Yes, so, Thanks for
1: always liking my posts.
2: Yes <laughs> they're great they're always great so yeah that's probably a good way to find me on Instagram if you want to just go through Ty's likes and I mean there's usually a lot Those, especially yeah. some of those really good ones that you guys you, that you post they, the, but but that's probably a good way to find me there. Um, and then also if you in my novel uh, Chad and Accounting is available on Amazon um, the link to that is also on my site but you can always just go on Amazon and type in Chad and Accounting but yeah that's pretty much where i'm i'm available the uh, dtv connoisseur.blogspot.com all the links and everything are there well
1: thanks thanks again for being Thank on the show i mean I, we have to plug ourselves too huh? into <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well,
2: we'll your podcast you have a
1: podcast a podcast too man
2: oh yes yeah so the, the podcast is on it's on the, the links are on the website are on the on the dtv um, connoisseur. Uh, blogspot site but okay. um you know itunes um the, the best thing is type in dtvc podcast on itunes spotify or stitcher um and then of course talk is where they're they're based out of okay, okay. oh that's pretty thank cool you for that. uh, and,
1: yeah. yeah we have we want to do our links i guess i have no shout oh, outs so. one day i'll have a shout out again i think i haven't done that the past couple episodes but anyhow we have uh come up the website. And We run every Martini movie, oh, so yeah. if you want, oh, yeah. every Martini if you want movie, to read more to... about them and our
0: perspective on them, um, uh, that's a place to go. Even though yeah. it, we watched Karate Cops so long ago, I think we were a little kind of negative. But
1: yeah, I, I can clean it up a little I, bit. I regret, make it more
0: but it's all in the spirit of fun, so yeah. you know, know I'm not going to change the,
1: it. We called it the creme de la creme of crud back in 2010, <laughs> but we, we went that lovingly. So, and
0: we've changed a lot over the years. Yeah, so, um, but you know, like you said, it, well, it, people should read the return fire review if, if only to read the comment from
1: DWM. DW Landing's daughter. So we got we got the website mentioned that, and then we got Facebook, which is comeuppance reviews, and then on the Twitter, Up Ints, and then I guess I linked it all to Instagram, which is Tie Action Rocks, which you can you know there's a link to the website, and then there's a link well gonna link to the podcast and so they won't let you link that but but yeah and then I, I post my tapes and then uh and what pods are we on there brett okay so
0: i think most people find us on itunes we're on itunes yeah. um uh let's see what else uh i i Heart radio i Heart, the i Heart app are on there um the spotify google um google Tune play, in right? to oh sorry what google play right Google Play, yeah, so that's where you could find us. I think most people listen to us on iTunes.
1: Yeah, I think um, so. But you can on get us it,
0: all those other places. And also, if you want to email us, it's crpodcast at yahoo.com.
1: Usually I make a joke about why we're not on Stitcher. You know, I may all say something about Lilo <laughs> well, and Stitch. You always dance like around it, but I guess we can say it now. Yeah, um, okay. So it's like, yeah, Lilo and Stitch or whatever like something. <laughs> yeah,
0: uh, okay, you're still dancing, okay.
1: Yeah, I'm dancing around that because I can't think of any new ones. <laughs> I said Stitching Time last time. <laughs>
0: Yeah, right <laughs> well it saves well it saves I'll, something. I'll
1: think it's i'll think some new stitch puns or something for
0: if you can yeah, that that'll that'll be helpful right, but anyway fun. thank you to matt, again. Director again matt for stopping by and for indulging yourself in uh, in the world of martini aka martini we're glad you did that
2: Yeah. thank you guys again for having me on this is always it's always a fun time i always oh, always enjoy thanks. this for sure Appreciate yes thank that. you very
0: much and uh Thank you very much for listening. This Thanks is the end of the podcast. Oh, okay.
1: Or is it? Oh, yeah. No, I it is. have something to say. I got nothing else to
0: say, dude. <laughs> All right. Well, in that case, goodbye, everyone. Thank yeah. you for listening, and go out and watch some martini.
1: Yeah.